0: Welcome back screamers and welcome back Devin about town.
1: Yeah. What's new? Um n- truly nothing. This is what uh, you no. said earlier
0: <laughs>
2: when I asked her this question too.
1: Yeah. No, uh, just community things actually. Community things, but nothing. It, that's the goal because I'm always doing something, trying to take a break. And so the month of July, I have absolutely nothing planned but couch House porch. That's that's the goal.
0: Sounds so, good. Yes. That sounds great. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. it's a yeah. good goal. Okay. We'll see if I, can. I. have this
2: idea of myself, like where I'm absolutely 100 percent completed on everything, like all the laundry's done, I mean, even under the little minutia, right? Where like every bill is paid, every I is Ooh. dotted, every T is crossed. And I can, I know I will never get there. It's always a Sisyphean kind of existence mm-hmm. that I lead. But man, I, that that dream of just having like everything finished like on my deathbed I'll just be like oh yes <laughs> now
0: it's really now it's, yeah, really now it's
2: really
3: real handled
0: <laughs> I just I just lean into procrastination and enjoy it oh for sure right? no, and I, I do that as well I yeah. imagine Sisyphus happy <laughs> <laughs> we do double as like a just, philosophy yeah. podcast i don't know if just <laughs>
2: yeah, whistling as he's pushing the ball up I, like just enjoying his time doing his thing you know i was thinking about that there's a I, I, there's a lady who um it is off of lancaster and she it's lancaster in oakland and every single day she's out there and she's singing gospel songs okay. and like i think that she sells cds or something but she's just out there and I'm like, I was talking to my wife the other day. It's like, do you ever think she gets up in the morning It's like, the last fucking thing I want to do is praise Jesus. Like, <laughs> I don't want...
1: Back to the corner, though. Just like, <laughs> right, not today. Like, I got a job. Right? Yeah. <laughs> not today. <laughs> I did tell someone, though, after the last time that I was on, I was like, man, I... Had to keep up with them. They were throwing out the philosophy and the history, and I love it. Wow. Because I don't get it often, but I definitely was like, ooh, I had to keep up. We are intellectually stimulating. Yeah. yeah. At yeah. least at least to some. Right? <laughs> so leave a, leave a
0: review if you're listening. <laughs> so, so the last time you were here for our The Woman King episode, yes. and you're back today mm-hmm. to talk about Star Wars, or the original trilogy, on that episode, you mentioned kind of offhandedly, right, that, that you just started kind of watching Star Wars, and you had, I don't know, some questions
2: about like I th- I who these it was cats that, were. I thought and- it was that you had dabbled in fantasy, like you there were other like yeah series and that you were a part of. Like I don't even if it was, if it was like Game of Thrones and then and yes. Star Trek. Okay. But like yes. it, Star Wars had always eluded yes, you at some point. Okay.
1: Yes, as soon as you started speaking, Brock, I was like, "Wait, huh? I said that? I lied." So, but that <laughs> is
3: correct, Jason. It is all the others, and Star Wars has
1: eluded me, but not no longer conquered. And,
0: and so we're also at the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi,
2: right? This year, which just got released, okay. uh, re-released right. um, in theaters last week, I believe. So,
0: and we kind of thought this would be an interesting time, right? Yeah, to, to, okay. to bring her. Back back to to bring you okay. back i'm sorry to to talk about this kind of dig into it we are not experts jason might be an expert
2: no and um, i want to I, I, I am wanna, i
0: am not i want to
2: lay that out there too because there are people that are yes. well washed in the blood of star wars right so they'll they'll you know they live and breathe this stuff there's say, a whole i would say drowned in right and there's a whole you know mythology so i will say that i have a Pinky Toe dipped into, but I'm not like, but if we, if you're sitting at home and you're listening or you had Star Wars fans that are listening to this and we mess mess something up, up, that's like what I just did with my words, it's going to be like that throughout the entire podcast. We're going to say things that are incorrect, like. Um, you know, that Darth Vader and uh, Obi Wan were lovers at one point, that kind of thing is just but, gonna really But I think of like they but that.
0: I think that's that's really interesting <laughs> to bring that up and to talk about Maybe it was. Maybe they were. I am sure in someone's fanfiction they were. It's possible. Right? So here's and for here's sure the, in
1: fan fiction and I feel like like any fandom, they're going to correct y'all. So oh, no, for, sure. No oh, for sure. Oh for yeah, sure, for yeah. sure, for okay.
0: sure. Go ahead. No, no. No, I well I was just gonna say like before I tease Jason a lot about being older than me and right. and he is but only by a few years and really to a certain point we're just kind of the same age anyway but but we are i think very squarely in generation x or at least yes or at least yeah. you sort of take up that mantle mm-hmm. and and you are not
1: i am a millennial i'm a bridge millennial we had outside but we also push technology okay both memories whereas there's the ones behind us only know technology games, gotcha, inside gotcha. game, like things like that. They don't know the phrase when the streetlights came on, kind of thing. That's when you're which is squarely all's generation right. with a little bit. We just tack.
0: threw rocks at the streetlights yeah. <laughs> and stepped out. out, yeah. So, yeah. you're
2: yeah. an. And not to be like, I know this is a sensitive topic sometimes, but are you an '80s baby or a '90s baby?
1: I'm an '80s baby. Okay. It's a sensitive okay. topic. I don't
2: know. I just. With I age, mean, people probably.
1: I mean, you I look just 24. Right? Fun it's, facts. Not like it's
2: right. Well, right, right. So I've, I, we've
0: known each other for for a while, and I still don't think I know like your actual age.
1: I think we're going on seven years. Right. So right. I don't really often tell people this. That's. But also, <laughs> I just learned Abbott Elementary, which I love the TV show. The Ava, the principal, the lady who um, portrays her, the actress, comedian, has never revealed her age. No one knows how old she is. Good and for she her. refuses to acknowledge it. Um, and I'm like, yeah, good for you. But no, um, I am 80s baby, uh, 90s raised for sure, but all of my playmates, for lack of better, because my parents had me so young, were 70s, 80s teenagers mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So even that bridge. All that to say, I kind of figured while I was watching it, you guys probably got the experience of we're watching it. It just kind of came out as it's coming out. Whereas for me, I had to go look at a timeline because <laughs> there's so much that had already been spoiled and people right, talked sure. about and things. And I was like, let me just at least sort it before I come into this
0: that's exactly where I was going with that with that question, with, with picking on Jason for being so much older, <laughs> was that I was I was curious how one how you had this is why we keep a defibrillator like, in the corner just, <laughs> because just he might case. just <laughs> keel over. <laughs> but I was curious how you came to see them, but I was also curious how many of these Jason did you see in the theater?
2: So I didn't see the original in the theater, the first run. So my 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 first memory is the re-release of Star Wars prior to because these didn't, and these ended up getting this is why they kind of stayed in the zeitgeist for so long as they ended up getting re-released right before the okay. other movie came out, and honestly, Star Wars, you know from a that perspective really never left theaters. There were theaters that it ran for for an entire year.
1: My dad told me this. Yeah,
2: long ago. And so you're seeing is Star Wars still in this theater until seventy eight, seventy nine, and then they re release it before it comes out in eighty. So I remember going to see the um, Empire in in the theaters, and of course, Jedi, of course. But I also remember like just parking up and watching Star Wars. Like we would go to the. I lived in Midland, Texas. We would go to the mall. Oh yeah. And I would bounce from Star Wars to the pirate movie or whatever else was playing at the time. Mm -hmm. And go back and forth. And I would, so I'd catch like the last half of both of those movies all day long, kind of thing. So I'm just was curious
0: cool. what that pirate movie might be. Something with Errol Flynn, probably.
2: No, um, <laughs> Christopher Atkins and Christy McNichol. It's the pirates, it's the musical, ver- well, it's not musical version, it's the parody version of Pirates of Penzance, oh. which I will make you watch at some point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. I didn't know Agent because I was
1: like, oh, Treasure Island with.
2: Yeah, no. no. I did see that one in the theater as well, but. Uh, the animated version you're talking about, right? Or are you talking something else? I'm talking about. I, oh,
1: or is it not treasure? Ad, the one where he, the grandfather reads the book and Princess Bride. The Princess Bride. Oh my goodness, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and here's the thing: I remember watching that as a child and never being able to figure out what the title was because. <laughs> commercials you go do the chores and come back kind of thing and um, and I truly was in college when I learned the name so that's probably why it has not stuck
0: And you are like why is <laughs> Columbo playing a grandfather yeah which I grew is he Mikey or Nikki that's
1: a <laughs> <laughs> I mean I've spent my summers with my great-grandmother and grandmother so no I know Columbo well very well still occasionally watch him kind oh, of thing oh 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 yes, yeah, of course. There's no. There's no I, shame I, in that.
0: I have peacock just for Columbo episode.
1: Oh, look, seems yeah.
0: smart. <laughs> so, so before you watch these, what did you think Star Wars was? Like, what did you think it was? What did you think it was about?
1: Okay, so truly, no real thoughts in the sense that um, seventh grade AP teacher she loved star wars and i'll never forget her being like our pre-ap we finished all our tests so last two weeks we're gonna watch star wars and the hook children as teachers will do she's like there's a love triangle involving a brother and sister (laughs) (laughs) Um, and i went home to my parents and was like what in the world is this (laughs) and and my dad was like i love star wars i'm glad y'all are watching it i did not i actually played spoons in the back of the classroom so i Still had no clue going into it this time. But I kept mentioning it to a lot of people. And I did learn that there are people who love Star Wars. And there are people who Star Wars is life. And the people who love it often get overshadowed. But they're the ones who give more insight. And so a lot of people who just love it, it's not life, but they appreciate it, said that they were like, it's just a good hero journey. Um, And so I was like, okay, I'm about this. Um, going in, because again, what's been revealed, I thought Han Solo was the hero journey, which I, he has his own thing going on. But then I was like, oh no, it's actually Luke. Okay. And then because I did read the timeline, even though we stuck to the three, the first original, um, I do know that Luke and there's just more that happens. Yeah, I'm
0: sure that the other ones will sort of come into the conversation at Which, some point. Yeah. 16 years from now, when we make you watch the prequel, <laughs> right? <shows>. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> Cause we, gotta, we gotta build up anticipation,
0: just like we all. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, notice, <laughs> notice how ambitious he is about this podcast. Yeah. 16 years. 16, years not, did, so did you see the look I just gave?
1: <laughs> by then, you just like <laughs> tap it in with the thing on your wrist. Though. Right. You don't right. have to <laughs> even <laughs> meet in
0: person. For some fucking yeah. married couple or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I did have a question cuz you mentioned earlier the um sixth episode that they came back out it's its 40th anniversary or something. Okay. Yeah, so
2: that's the 40th anniversary of Jedi.
1: Okay, of Jedi. So, I at the very end they're having their celebration party and you see Obi-Wan and and
2: so that's so what you who, saw who are the, the, so what the, the you third saw person that pops up what you saw was yeah. the the special editions. So ok, the, the real rub and what it's it's one of these things that kind of, like, again, adds to the lore because okay. Lucas released these and then really, I mean, honestly, never does anything else other than Star Wars, right? He does howard the duck and he does red tails and he he dabbles and then of course he does do the producing on indiana jones of that whole quadrilogy at this point um but he never director What's that? Uh,
1: the director of Indiana Jones is, S- not is Spielberg. Spielberg. Right, okay. Yeah.
2: So those that was their collaboration because that was a and you know one of those serial type movies that they loved so much when they were kids. and They were recreating that, gotcha. which is what Star Wars is as well. Flash Gordon. This is yeah. He wanted to make Flash Gordon. Flash oh. Gordon was tied up with another studio. Tino so Zilorenzis. Yeah. So he couldn't get the rights to it. Okay. And then so then he already had a script and he just changed it to be this new completely new story. And he thought you know. That this was going to be a flop that it wasn't going to be like he never thought he would get you know it was just the whole thing that was not uh, he did not think it was going to blow up now he did have a whole arc he had a huge story okay so he broke it up into parts and basically star wars is what was manageable at the time given the gotcha. budget that he had mm-hmm. and it was really the, the 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 portion of the story that was a self-contained story because as you get into empire clearly that's leading on a, a cliffhanger. And he he had to kind of, like, he only had sort of, like, an outline for the
0: rest of it, right? Right. Because then he brought in, I mean, like, Lee Brackett and, like, um, and someone else, like, wrote a speculative novel, right, for part two. Because he was like, look, part two will never get made. But just in case something does happen, we get another (laughs) chance at this, go ahead and start writing this thing, right? Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And weren't the, like, episode numbers... The episode numbers didn't came he in. Didn't put those later? But not so much later. Like, the episode, he knew, like, he right. put episode four. Like, the first release of Star Wars in the theater didn't have episode four. Okay. But that came pretty close out. It did not, it did, he didn't wait until um, right. Empire to put it up there. Right. So there right. was theatrical. So it was like prints. when it came
0: back out again. Right. it's know, episode but like, four. You know, six months later. Right. Then it had episode right. four. Okay.
2: Yeah. And again, not exactly on the timeline, but yes. And so your. Remind me of your questioning. No, oh, okay, yes. Yeah, so the, 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 the went, we, Sorry, like, sorry, right, sorry. No, no, it's fine. This is how we do. Like, and yeah. also I'm old oh, and Hayden, decrepit, that so is I can
1: I was like, it is not Hans Christian <laughs> Andersen, but <laughs> this okay. is where I keep going. So going
2: back to that, George Lucas never stopped tinkering with these, even when they were released in the 70s. So oh. in, in 97, he did a huge push. Because
1: he's just a kid playing.
2: Like right, he, right. And he so he added, he created what were called the official special editions. Okay. And those got re-released to the theater. And then so a lot of like, some of the special effects that you saw were different, obviously from. And there were scenes that were added that were different okay. from the original. The what you would have seen when you were trying to play spoons. In Back okay. Because
1: I'm not gonna lie, I was like. I definitely expected to be able to tell much more clear the special effects the, the there's been no, some so blending yeah man.
2: he's glad okay. yeah, no and and really even after special editions were released there's there are people that that are very in tune with every single minuscule mm. change that has been made so yes he's continually made changes up until what you probably watched him on Disney plus or you know or
1: when I say watch them on Disney Plus, up until I legit finish the last one, <laughs> in hour,
3: perfect, I, perfect, that's great. So, so,
1: Lead so, into that procrastination. Yeah.
2: Yes, so in the so the original person who played. Uh, Darth Vader was named David Prowse, and he was a bodybuilder, huge guy.
1: Yes, I looked him up because I was like, mm-hmm. "That's not the body of James Earl Jones." Right. <laughs> um,
2: so he was he was the picture at the end of Jedi, and there's, so this oh, is a lot of controversy oh. because Anakin was played by Hayden. So the the prequel trilogy trilogy tells Anakin's origin right. story, Darth Vader's origin story, right? And so when Hayden, when they finished Revenge of the Sith they redo revenge of the return of the mm. jedi and put hayden in there so mm-hmm. david crossed a lot of people were like hey that's yeah i heard he was like hated
1: for a while in the star wars community
2: hayden christensen yeah oh yeah yeah uh, that, basically that, well it, mainly because of that like it, when we get to the <laughs> when we get to the prequel trilogy the, the 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 and i the acting is a lot more stilted it almost ruined jake lloyd's life who played very young anakin boy anakin yeah um because there was so much backlash towards his portrayal it that's when the fandom got very very toxic it's gotten so right much now. better <laughs> right hayden is actually i mean like it, 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 it was difficult to act under their circumstances if you if you weren't an established actor so like natalie portman and hayden Christensen don't come off all that well in the prequel trilogy Liam Neeson and and Ewan McGregor mm-hmm. come off much better because they're and and Sam Jackson, Sam Jackson to a lesser degree.
1: Oh yeah, he is. A, um, that's right.
2: But yeah, they took a but Hayden took a lot of the brunt. But mainly, it was Lucas's script that just made it awful. You know what? I don't want to prejudice the prejudice yeah. you against the prequel trilogy. But,
1: no, but I mean a lot I've seen it, so. the memes. I've kind <laughs> of in doing the timeline, read some stuff, and I was like, oh, I'm very interested in this, but. How do I put this? The struggle it was to get me through these three episodes. <laughs> sure. I don't know if it's for me, simply because the only character that I was really crazy about was Carrie Fishers. Right. But I feel that I can't go forward without going back kind of thing in this whole journey of Star Wars universe.
2: I think the prequels. look, if you want to get into the minutiae of like you would in a Game of Thrones where you know the the governmental dynamics that are breaking up amongst all the families and all of right. that. That plays out more in the prequel. Too. Now, it is very, very convoluted and it is very, very talky. But that whole thing is like, okay, how did the Third Reich become um, rise to power type of okay. thing? In, done in a...
0: Well, because the interested. Weimar Republic,
2: <laughs> right? Um, so, you, what you're alluded to in, in the actual Star Wars, like things like the Clone Wars, and mm-hmm. all of that, is played out in the prequel. But that being said, if you don't, if you're not interested in that, I think you can put that aside because really, Anakin's story is doesn't inform the the story of Luke's story or Ray's story, which is the, okay. which is the, yes. the next trilogy.
1: Yes, which. According to the timeline, she's about to get Ridley Scott, right? No, uh, not (laughs) the young lady. (laughs) Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Ridley, I'm terrible with names. Sorry. Um, Daisy Ridley. They said she's gearing up. She's about to come. And that's the next, like, group that they're about to go into. Right. That's the next set of
2: movies that carry carry on the Skywalker timeline. I I think that's too bad for her. Daisy Ridley. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. I, mean-
0: I, I watched um I watched her in a film at, at Sundance this year called Sometimes I Think About Dying, which is also the subtitle of this podcast. <laughs> and and I thought I thought she was really interesting in her kind of like nuanced portrayal of a of a young woman who's seemingly fine with her kind of everyday life. Oh. But sometimes she just thinks about being dead. And and sort of that plays in into the tension in her life, in her love life, in her dating life and everything else. I'd but much rather see cast. her, right? I'd much rather see her do these small, of course. But that's my bias, yeah. and, and I get it, right? I but, the,
2: but I think the danger probably is lesser now. Um, think? But, because so I was going to say, yeah. Do you think? I, I mean, feel with all like the Marvel stuff, now. And, yeah. I
1: feel like Scarlett Johansson. Go. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. No, <laughs> no and I,
2: I mean, I, I, but Portman was able to escape the prequel trilogies. Now, granted, she was younger um this is all just a matter of you know she will need to fully pivot after the these next three films or whatever whatever she's contractually obligated to do in the star wars universe from here on out but yeah i I think it's possible because again most of the people that you saw in the in the in in the follow-up trilogy really haven't been too hampered by that i mean you still got oscar isaac Isaac, yeah i mean so
0: i mean boyega was in the small act stuff
3: right
1: that's what I was gonna say. He's tam- but he's also made a very big persona in his press and his social media, and very publicly I think also cut ties with Disney. Disney, right, uh, right? And so I think that kind of makes a difference. But I did think, okay, has was Carrie Fisher in anything else? Postcard, was, no.
2: No,
1: nope, mom. I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> no, I too, was I like,
2: like did So she was in Blues Brothers, and um, it, it, she was mostly a writer. But, yeah, she was in things like Drop Dead Fred, When Harry Met Sally. She's, uh, I mean,
1: oh, yeah. That's
0: right, Red, she's Red, Harry Met Sally. Uh, yeah. Drop
1: Dead Fred for me. Uh, <laughs> I was addicted to that to the point where it had to be removed from the house. <laughs> um, but you're correct. Because I remember, while I was watching Star Wars, I was like, gosh. I mean, I know we benefited well from her writing, um, and she did a lot behind the scenes on progressing just Hollywood as best she could. But watching her in this, I was like, she... Played this character so well, very strong female character, definitely I think one of the strongest who just knows what's co- what they want that I've seen in a very long time. And I kept thinking I was like, I would have loved to have seen her in other things, but I feel that this was this was it for her, kind of in the kind of getting typecast.
2: I think the money probably kept her in in comfort and cocaine, and there's that. So and and she was. Elaine May-esque in a lot of ways in the sense that she was a huge script doctor in Hollywood. So she would come in and clean up scripts. And, they you know, she was such a good writer. She was so funny that they would just give her stuff. And then, you know, and so I bet that kept her in things where she didn't... I I would imagine having to act in things you didn't really want to act in were, you know... It was, I mean, like, so so she she could pop into a Rob Reiner comedy or do something where, you know, with some friends thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but she didn't necessarily have to, because she could have fronted, I mean, like, she could have been in things that she wrote herself. Right. And I think it was just a matter of, yeah, you know, I don't know. Once you have the
1: financial freedom. Plus, I mean, I do, and she did speak on it, growing up in the industry, she very much just had a very different perspective of how she wanted to interact and how she could Um, because you can definitely tell from film to film where she is um, in her personal life and I thought that was very interesting but at the same time no less delivered. Like she showed up for every single scene and hooked me. I look forward to seeing her more. Um and the little gold robot. What was his name again? What,
0: C3- C3PO? C three PO.
1: C C three PO? Yes, C three PO. Um, love him. This is why I wanted
2: to
3: do this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Like he hooked me and I was like at one point I even thought I was, thought this is for the simple folks and we're here for this. I'll take it. I, I will take that you put him in to be the relief and I'm happy for it. Um but those were my people and I did keep thinking about in Mexico, T D two R
2: two D two
1: is known as Arturo oh. because that's how it rolls off for them, um, and so that's uh, yes, it, it's, it's that's Arturo. Amazing. And so I kept thinking every time they say his name, I was like, no, it's Arturo. <laughs> um, but overall, I. I have a question. I guess, I don't know, maybe because where I sit in my life and a citizen of the United States, but I was like, okay, I I can feel the religious, but I think he meant that the Jedi is good, whereas in my mind, I'm like, Christian nationalism, Christian fundamental, like, I went totally the other side, the dark side of it, and was like, no, you don't want, you wanna go in be on the dark side because then you've broken free of but I know that wasn't what he was going for and I was totally going left so I would love to hear y'all break down for me how this is supposed to be like an allegory for religion or faith that, that I keep hearing that it's supposed to be I'm, or is it not and the, the diehards have taken it a place
0: well, so I see I see the Jedi's more and I think we kind of mentioned this last on the one meeting yeah. episode right? but I see the Jedi more as like a a, a, a warrior monk Oh, right. okay. so very, okay. very, okay. very like kind like of samurais Very influenced in my... by like Eastern philosophy, and okay. the force is supposed to be more like chi, right? That that okay, kind I of kept like
1: saying this is energy, flow, okay. right? Okay. And, I mean,
0: you even hear, you know, like Obi Wan and, and, and other yes. Jedi. So you just feel it, right? Just concentrate, pay attention to your feelings. It's almost like be present, yes, right? So very kind of a Zen Buddhism okay. approach, and that's how I've always seen that okay. to get away from that kind of christian fundamentalism christian nationalism because i think luke does have this kind of messianic kind of figure hanging over his head right where he is in in a sense like a christ-like kind of savior and so i so i think some of that's in there
1: okay okay yeah
2: and i think what you see throughout this trilogy explicitly is that both sides of the extreme are wrong where i mean so once you get to Empire and he meets Yoda. Mm -hmm. Yoda is so far on the quote unquote good side of the force that he wants the whole idea of this this warrior monk is to give up all trappings of humanity. Okay. And so Luke is the dividing line between that. that. So you know, when they're on Dagobah and Luke can feel his friends being, you know, about to be he can start to see he's he's becoming more in tune with the force, he can start to see the future. And he asked Yoda and Yoda was like, look, if you go back, you're going to ruin not only what they're doing, but you're going to ruin what you're doing as well. You're right. basically, you know, you're you're changing this philosophy, which is, I mean, the the what's the word I'm looking for? not philosophy it's the um, like, like destiny or yeah what's the what what's, what's the what's the fucking term for <laughs> <The> prophecy prophecy
3: <laughs> <I'm looking> for.
2: <laughs> so the prophecy of the, there's going to be a chosen one so this is the the prophecy <clears> is there's a chosen one that's going to restore balance to the force so before okay. this basically what happens before star wars is that all of the jedi have been wiped out except for two Obi-Wan, and, and, and there's—and they're really, when they say that, that's Jedi masters, people that are really, really on the good side oh, okay. of the
1: force.
2: Because there's people— as They you also find, killed a bunch of kids, too. So.
1: Yeah. I, in, no, in the timeline, yeah. I was like, oh, this so, was dark for a period.
2: Well, so once—so the, the, the pre- preceding war—so when we open up in Star Wars— the crawl says there's a civil war which mm-hmm. is kind of a i think kind of a misnomer, misnomer. because really what we're, we're dealing with was rebel rebel separatists mm-hmm. because the empire is basically taken over but there was a civil war in the prequel trilogy and the the person you see is the uh craggly old man in the robe and in, right. in, in jedi that's emperor palpatine or, or darth Sidious. Yeah, i mean okay. not darth Sidious, but um, Thank and so, you for
1: answering that because I just was like, I think from the timeline, but I'm not sure because.
2: Right. So he was a politician
1: okay.
2: who built up a clone army. Then they all look yes. like stormtroopers, right? But there's this Order 66 that he had programmed in all of the clones. Mm-hmm. and so
1: Except the Bad Batch, right?
2: Except the Bad Batch, yes. <laughs> See, I tried. And so <laughs> the once cl- the or- Order 66 was put into place, all of the clones turned on their... Jedi. That's how he was able to to mm. to wipe out the Jedi. So now there's only two left. And Anakin has also killed all of the young Padwans and Younglings that are the Okay very, very bottom of the Jedi training thing. Okay. And so um, but we think Rosario Dar- Ros- Rosario <laughs> Dawson's still alive. Yes. yeah, There's Friend still other, there's still yeah. some and you'll find right. out the force kind of exists as something that we can all tap into. We can't all be Jedis, but we can all be right. in tune with. Well, so are, when are, are, you, are you sure a, about
0: that? <laughs> I, does it depend on if you ask Ryan Johnson or JJ Abrams or or, or, or or like Kevin Smith and the other fans <laughs> that sort of like cried out for like a rewrite?
1: I Sorry, mean, I, have, no, I have. But I have, I, the whole time I was like, I can see the influence of Star Wars on Avatar, on when we talk about like, Buffy. Uh, yeah, The Matrix. Like, they're just, I can see where themes here played heavily and those, and it, I mean, it makes sense because that's the next generation of directors and producers and writers who are definitely going to be influenced by that group who, because of all the research I was doing, I had a photo pop up actually of like all the 70s, 80s directors mm. at uh, George Lucas's birthday party, I think. Oh, nice. Um, and it was the whole crew, even Ron Howard made it.
0: And and cocaine was a guest, I'm sure, <laughs> right?
1: But uh, I, he, I, he was not in the
0: photo. Oh, but he was. But he was. This idea of like Lucas influencing. Buffy, the Matrix avatar. I think there's also a lot of um, Campbell's, you know, Hero with a Thousand Faces in there as well, which Lucas claims to be influenced by that as well. And I say claims because I guess a lot of people around Lucas were like, "Mm, he didn't read that book. (laughs) (laughs) He's just Just sort of appropriating that, right? right. The book cover. But I mean, that theory that. Okay hero's journey that we, that, we, yeah. that we get, especially from literature, you think Beowulf, it's, it's all here yes. as well. Or King Arthur, right? It's all here as well. And it's all in Buffy. It's all in The Matrix. It's still this, there's a messianic figure that has to go on a, a journey of self-discovery right. and, and crisis, conflict, and everything else.
1: Yeah, because I, I, I truly kept thinking about how the scenes with Yoda, I am, I, I get a little deeper with Avatar than definitely anything else. And the whole theory of Aang was, first of all, because he was supposed to die, but he wasn't what was needed at that time. Kira, the the second, the next series Avatar, who's real feisty and she wants the war, whereas he's all peaceful, and I kept seeing that dynamic there, and that's when I really was like, I would love to see how much he's influenced other things because a I'm seeing, yeah, because mm-hmm. I even there was a, something that happened with the response. Oh, the. <laughs> What are the creatures called that help Han Solo at the, the end? Ewoks? The Ewoks. okay, that the
2: fuzzy guys. The, yeah. The little Ewoks.
1: Okay. Ewoks. Uh, okay. So, but even that, I was like, oh, very much Han Solo reminds me of. The mummy, um, the gentleman... uh, Brendan Fraser. Yes, Brendan Fraser's character. And the way that he kind of embodied things and was able to turn people for him who technically wouldn't have been sometimes or things like that. But the scene at the very end when they all come on top um, of the building and he slides in and I was like that that right there that right there was a the mummy directly.
2: Also, it was fun. Can we take a step back? Yes. I did I did a huge mental like um just a breath in my head because I, I, I was worried there for a minute you were talking about Cameron's Avatar and not Avatar the Last Airbender. Oh I was like Oh
1: thank God we don't talk about that. No no. no. <laughs> I didn't I no we no my family was like we're not paying money to see that in theaters so I didn't even see the first one in daters, <laughs> Hadn't seen the second one. Think I'm good. Definitely Last Airbender.
0: Excellent. Excellent. And, and, and
2: I'm out. <laughs> On like all thing. of those. All, all, of, all, of, all oh. of those.
0: But that's no, no, no. I mean, uh, look, again, it, it, it's,
2: I, it's a big ask to get you into Last Airbender at this point. I mean, it, oh yeah, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of lore and series that yeah. you have to get through. So yeah, it's probably not going to be for you. But yeah. trust that it was a good story, not sure, the uh, sure. Shyamalan version of it. Sure. But everything at else was all. fun. No,
3: I, and
1: I, it is a shame I, though. <laughs> Not, I mean, it is a shame though that we can't ask you what your bending would be. That is a question I love, and asking teenagers, you learn a lot. The ones I was gonna say, I think blood blood bending is dope, is the ones you're like, I kind of think
0: my mind went to where a teenager's mind (laughs)
1: turned. Eye on you, gotcha, gotcha.
0: finish the religion
2: aspect was
0: there more that you wanted to say about the not, i mean because we kind of like, not really
2: i think it's i think it's inter i think it's one of the more interesting things to dig into especially when you when you've compartmentalized the each of the three yeah. movies because it gets convoluted as we go on either side of the original okay. trilogy um and really because you're not dealing with just luke at that point now you're mm-hmm. dealing with the whole mythology and and you talk and like when han introduces it he's like i'm not interested in this ancient you know right. this <laughs> bullshit religion that you're talking <laughs> no. about right and, and Obi-Wan never, like, Obi-Wan and, and Yoda never really address it like that. And then, really, then you have Palpatine and Darth Vader who are only using it because right. they can, you know, because they can rule with power. And because it allows them to cheat death and to, mm-hmm. and to stay beyond, you know, um, you know, beyond their years. Uh, and then Luke is trying to find out, because, again, there's no real training montage for him at this point. Mm-hmm. There's really no guide. I mean, the only person is an ancient 900-year-old green little man who lives on the far, you know, far-flung planet hiding from the dark side so he doesn't cause any more issues and they, you know, and really the only reason that Obi-Wan is on Tatooine is so he can look out for Luke, right? right? He's placed there. He's living his life as a hermit just to make sure that nothing happens to this little boy. So for Luke to struggle, and obviously, you know, normally when you would, the reason that they don't want to train him is because he's obviously too old, and like, that was the problem with Anakin, because they got him when he was nine, and so normally you got them when they were very much, much, much younger, and you you took them, them right, and so you took them, and you were able to then strip them of their, and quote-unquote, strip them of their human desire, so they had no desire for you know, for love or companion. I mean, the only thing that they knew was the Jedi Order, and that's what they were there to do because they were protectors.
1: The 40 days and the...
2: Right. right. Um, So Luke's kind of struggle with all of that and and his journey and then understanding how to balance the sides, which is what Luke was supposed to do. He was the chosen one. He was bringing... It wasn't so much about bringing balance to the good versus the bad. It was a finding balance in the force itself. A yin and yang kind of thing. Um, right, right, right.
1: Which, interesting, because I mean, right, there's that always that conversation surrounding religion, especially uh, those so heavily embedded that they get in this world and they forget that the decisions or the... Beliefs that they have, the ripple effect, the impact that it really has outside of, and okay, so this helps me too. And as Luke is, and and those guiding him are so worried about him balancing the Jedi, whereas the princess is like, but they're people and they're our actual her planet her home planet is destroyed and she watches that um and she has been with the rebels for so long and seen so many die and so many attempts that have failed whereas he has grown up on the farm and then comes into this okay so i see the like play on the isolation and because i did i kept going back and being like but why are there twins what is now? This makes
2: sense. <clears throat> this makes more sense. Okay. Right. So, okay. And, and so and so to also be fair, uh, when episode four came out. They weren't twins, right? Oh,
1: really? Right. This is, this
2: is a, so there was a separate, right? There, so that was a storyline. So the line.
1: love triangle was originally the ploy. Was a okay. love triangle? Okay. Yes, okay. it
2: was very much a Harry Potter, Ron <laughs> and Harry and Hermione kind of.
1: <laughs> I'm so over. Sorry, With <laughs> Sorry, YA nobody, literature <laughs> now. Like you can't get a YA book without. A love triangle. And right. At this point, I'm just like y'all. We I,
0: well, if there isn't a love triangle, they'll actually ban it from the library. <laughs> Pretty much. That's so, honestly
1: that's a so. Lucas was, I can
2: was Lucas was looking for some reason for for Luke to be angry enough to fight because as a stoic monk, he wouldn't fight his father. Once he found out that um, right. Vader was his father, he wasn't going to fight him. He was going to try to bring him back to the good side without being without violence. Um, Vader. He needed Vader to say something to Luke that would cause him to turn, to basically okay. re- to react in anger. And so that's when Vader says, look, if you're not going to turn to the bad side, I'll find somebody who will. Maybe your sister will. That's when he goes after him. Okay. And so that was all, like I said, that was not a, when that, when Star Wars was released. That was not so a
1: thing. So in the moment, real life, when people are like, oh, they went from lovers to twins— what was the reaction of the fans and the audience? Was there like, a, I can't believe, or were y'all like, genius?
2: No, I think there was a lot of, like, head scratching. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in general, like, wait a minute. But the moments where you, it's one, you kind of understand why Luke would be infatuated right. with royalty and richness. And she's right. beautiful. And she's, yeah, Right. Yeah. Yeah. right? And has a mind of her own. You have that whole Oedipal, you're you're attracted to, you've been (laughs) separated, right? You're attracted to what looks like (laughs) you, essentially. (laughs) Um, And then so there's the kiss, you know, there's the, you know, there's some moments, brief fleeting moments. And, you know, obviously he's attracted because he's trying to push. Um, well, there's male to,
0: competition Right, well yeah, he's, he's, he's
2: like telling Han oh, that she would never go for a guy, you know, a yeah, rogue like him. Han's, and Hans kind
0: of alpha, thing. and, and <laughs> Lucas, I mean, like, not. When we <laughs> first meet him, he's, he's very much right. not, but he kind of wants to be.
1: Yes, right? he wants to be, and then you can see the change. You sure. can definitely sure. see it.
2: But, and then, so I don't think it was, it, it, it probably was talked about a lot. Obviously, there weren't internet, you know, circles back then. Right. But it, so, once you find out that <laughs> there's you we were just,
1: hopping to the pirate movie, y'all talked about
2: it. Right, like, wait, wait a minute. This, uh, <laughs> remember that kiss like they did? Yeah. Um, so there was only really... The, the I beard's singing, be quiet. Right, there was only the real kiss in... Um, Empire. In Empire, when when she's like, you know, she calls him a scruffy nerf herder, and then she kisses him. you call him scruffy? <laughs> right. She... Kisses Luke, and then that's really about it. So, luckily, he hadn't painted himself too much in a corner. Yeah. But uh, but it could have been. Yeah, it could have been. And they, it, it had he have, I don't think, you know, obviously, they probably wouldn't have gone that route. But.
1: Interesting. And then, okay, because this kept popping in my head. It's, it is a novel, so written, not, thankfully, they've never created a film or TV <laughs> version of this. But it is um, The Blue Sword. Um, it's a book and came out, I want to say 70s, 80s, the first um, publication of it. But I kept thinking throughout it because I kind of was wondering if, oh, this is how they're motivating him with the princess, now his sister. But he did love her, the feelings they keep telling her. And in that book, the main character is a woman and she is purely motivated because she knows that she is more than they will have her be that people think she is. And and I get frustrated when I watch Hero Journeys that say there has to be a love interest or there has to be another motivation, because I've seen it done so well, where it was purely someone saying, I know that there's more in me than the world thinks and doing amazing things. Um, And so, finding that out I'm actually kind of disappointed but maybe <laughs> are there characters down the road maybe daisies that you kind of see somebody who's like I'm here because I really do want to change the world and I know I can
2: well I think you see that in Luke right I mean Luke's not really driven by the, the love of the princess I and mean, that's the story is saving the princess but Luke does have that sense of Look, he's good, at, he's good at being a pilot, right? He's got yeah, these true. things that he, he feels a calling. He, you know, you see him on the desert, and he's looking out at the two suns, and he knows there's something better out there for him, okay. that he's being held back by his aunt and his uncle. And then when these droids come along, and they are like,
1: you know, that's they, true. They, they, they yeah. Here's
2: here's this guy... He he jumps he jumps at the first opportunity to find uh, adventure and of course it obviously immediately backfires because and, in, you know they, oh my gosh yeah. they're, they're immediately <laughs> <right> for, and, <laughs> I mean I
3: was
1: kind of like in the eighties they just showed the like, crisp <laughs> bodies okay cool Well
0: and people used to like have sex in movies in the eighties too they don't anymore
1: that is true <laughs> and they used to sweat
3: I mean <laughs>
1: the coat. The the reality has changed of what has been, um, but you're right. Thank you for reminding me. Even though I just watched that on Monday, how did I forget? Um, but yeah, he. I
0: mean, it, it it's clear that he has a kind of. Uh, wanderlust there right you. he wants to get out of it. he wants to find something and Who he just would doesn't mercy well, i right. was
1: like is this dude right. here? but well, i think that's something
0: that makes him relatable too is that we can all kind of go oh, i've been in that position where yeah. i've been whether it's a job or a place or yeah, or relationship whatever right where you're very like there's true. something else
2: how do i find it how do i get there and as soon as he talks to obi-wan for the first time and, and he's like well you know i fought with your father and he's like wait a minute you know my father was something mm-hmm. bigger than what i've been told because they were trying to keep and kind of squash this yes. desire down in me. Not that I, I mean again, he was brought to Tatooine as an you know as a newly born infant, so that, that he's never really known anything other than. Did these, she die in birth? She does. Okay, so, I just
1: wasn't sure. Because I—that is not a funny topic. Sorry. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Uh Dying in
0: childbirth Um, in a galaxy. Yes. Far long ago.
1: I wasn't sure if she was just like on her own, maybe planet, and was coming later on in the series, or if she died in birth. I just knew that the decision had been made that they needed to be split, and they were split.
2: So what happens is Vader is or Anakin is getting more and more in tune with the dark side. He's getting more and more corrupted. Padme, who's the mother basically, and she's Queen Amidala. She's a okay. she's she's royalty as well, which is why Princess Leia. I mean, she Princess Leia is given to a royal family as well, but that's not okay. so. And they got uh, him the farmers. But she has well, he had yeah, he, he had a brother, and that's where that's where the Anakin ah. was from. Anakin was from Tatooine yeah, as that's well. That's his actual. So that's okay. those are his relatives, right? Okay. So okay. Um, anakin choke hold you know does the force choke hold on, on padme and, and and knocks her out and doesn't kill her but he thinks that he has and so palpatine basically and i may be getting this wrong but i think palpatine tells them that he going fully to the dark side he can resurrect padme by that time they've taken padme off and she's had the twins and dies in childbirth when they do her funeral. They make it look like she's still pregnant, so that they, so that no one knows oh, that she's had the baby. How so
1: smart.
2: So Obi wan takes clearly not that smart. Yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't work out. Right. So.
1: They tried. So, they tried. They tried. So, so yes,
2: they split. The, they split the babies up. They promise to watch. But they, they um, the person who's watching the people who raise Leia obviously know all of this. Yeah. So they're there to watch after her. They give Anakin or um, Luke back to, to Tatooine and and. and Obi-Wan is, is hiding there so no one knows that he's there and so no one will look for even right. if in the off chance that someone senses the force in these two. Right. Um, that never happens but um, but yeah. So the people who this knew. This is just crazy men. Uh, are Tuduro and Chewbacca. Uh, uh, <laughs> And Obi-Wan and Yoda were the only, and then Balagana was the only one that knows about the twins. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Um, Thank you for that. Because I just, I kind of was like, oh, this is interesting, but how did we get here? They're touching on it, but I'm not, and I mean, I get it with something so, so expansive. There's a lot of places to drop hints, clues, and clarifications. I guess my, okay, I do need this because of the press surrounding it. I think there's even dolls. Why is Baby Yoda in the future episodes and not the oh. previous? <laughs> <Because> <laughs> That's a different
0: Yoda. that's not Yoda. Yeah, it's not Yoda. so this different. one
1: does because I was like, I'm like, do we just regenerate? Like, what it's is a different? It's okay. a
0: different. I don't. I don't know what Yoda is. Right. Yeah. No. But it's a different, it's different one of those.
1: Oh, okay. okay.
0: So
2: yeah, okay. technically, that that name is Grogu. Yeah. <laughs>
1: How, who's who is uh, procreating
2: Yodas? Do That's we, a good nah, okay. <laughs> yeah. one would assume because you see other like Greedos and other like okay, that, okay. that. That this each species of people or you know of humanoids or whatever aliens that you see yeah. have multiples because like you see Greedo. Who's the guy who shoots at Han? Mm-hmm. And is a bounty hunter? Mm-hmm. But then also when you get to Jabba's lair, there's a Greedo singer in his, in his band kind of thing. Yes. So like, yeah. and, which, and there
3: are other huts. I
0: mean, yes. there bands, are there yes.
2: are like baby huts in yes. the cartoons and stuff. So
1: <laughs> okay, okay, because I just I was like, but there's two things. Uh, first, yes, the band scene. I, a little That's too much so, playtime and fun time so, happening in that writing room. Right. Because that scene popped up and I was like, but where are we even my dog was like, what is this? I you- wonder if
0: they wrote that in like showbiz pizza. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> Cause I mean, it was it was great. Um and then the second thing is, so does that mean that the force can be found in all different types of life?
2: So the The idea, once we especially get to the, the next trilogy, is that okay. life, there are a lot of people who are force adjacent, oh. right? So this idea, again, of the chi that flows through all of us, right. that connects us all, we're all able to tap into it at a certain extent. Right. The prequel trilogies um, tells you that there's this chemical within the body that would align you with being a jedi being, okay. a, being being able to be more prone to being a, a jedi and, and and so whether that be a master or grandmaster what you. And of course yoda was only one but um but so you we are all in tune to it it's something that oversees and flows through all okay. of us but not everyone's going to be a practitioner of you know every be a jedi or sith or
3: right you know.
0: there is no meritocracy and <laughs> <laughs> in, in, i say okay. that and we laugh but at the same time i'm kind of serious about that where it, it seems like there's this kind of rewritten thing of like look only certain people can actually go this far okay. and and look this to me aligns quite a bit with sort of what late
2: stage capitalism mm-hmm. that we find okay. so the, and that you- was very controversial too so when he introduces oh. the idea of midichlorians in the phantom menace which is the thing that runs which is you can scan for it and <clears throat> then and if you have a high level of concentration of minichlorians then you're mm. more in tune to being a jedi this pissed off people to no and yeah. the idea of like when every young boy and girl are playing with star wars toys we can all be jedis right we
0: can
1: all right. this is
3: what
2: we all ascribe
3: and to and now it's
1: like no you all have to do a book and this <laughs> comes,
3: and this <laughs> right. comes
0: back in the in the in the post sequel trilogies okay. where okay. daisy ridley in 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 the second in the Ryan Johnson Last, Last Jedi, Jedi. It, we come to find out that she is nobody, right? right. That her parents were drunks and then just abandoned her. But oh. yet here she is, this like already very powerful, whatever. And then people get pissed off about that, and then that gets rewritten <laughs> in the in the final one. The right and, so, yeah. and so and okay. so, which which again like and so that drives me crazy because there's this idea that no, we can all sort of, we can tap into this, we can do this, we yeah. can
1: that's the basis I mean what's the American
0: lie we can (laughs) (laughs) if we we work hard enough we can be anything yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) gold through your veins not the streets (laughs) Um, (laughs) so we have Daisy and she because you were kind of tapping into the next question I had in the prequels are there any women Jedi's Yes. Oh, okay. Because I've... there's like there's a,
2: two. There's a whole order. There's a whole now there are female different species. I don't believe there's any female human Jedi's. Okay. So but there Daisy are female is kind Jedi's. Kind of
1: like the first, first.
2: Well, so again, once. Oh, she Luke, does. Luke raises, tries to start the Jedi order back up again.
1: I saw that, in that um, mentioned in the topic. And then it
2: doesn't. And then it doesn't go well for him. So um, yes. it kind of. I got it. Gathered that. So it's so, but yes. In the prequel trilogies, there's a, an entire Jedi order. There are tons of Jedi. They're all they're, they're all different, and they're all different ranks. So there's Jedi, oh. there's Jedi Knights, which are basically after you're a Padawan, you're a Jedi Knight. Okay. And if you then come to train and a pet and one of your Padwans becomes a, a a knight itself, then you become a Jedi Master. Okay. Now, Anakin never became a Jedi master, but he was allowed on the council through some vote. And anyway, so there's a there's a order of there's a Jedi order. Um, that, Real that,
1: politics. Right. Right. Right, <laughs> so, right.
2: Right. Right. So there is a, or a council order that kind of oversees all Jedi oh. things. And then Yoda kind of sits atop of all of them as the Grand Master who they come to him like he's the one who's kind of deciding where this religion goes right and he's one he's like the Joseph Smith of Jediism
1: okay no this is kind (laughs) of like uh, it's the one that Amazon it was a book and then now it's a TV show The Circle or um, it's the one that Gone Girl Gone that the redhead in that movie plays the main on this it's oh gosh it's they have one season, but all that to say is they too have a council, they have divisions, and they do have a high lord, um, but it's all women. And the power, if it's, the power is found in a man, it will corrupt the man. Um, and and right? <laughs> so, so well. they try to <laughs> make. Oh oh
0: yeah okay I know what you're I know what you're talking about yes <laughs> yes, yes yes it was
1: just, it
0: will it will drive them insane yeah, actually will yeah. like destroy them. Yeah.
1: Um, and now there's one that they're having to find because Ragor or something like that is coming back. There's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. and he got the power but it kind of seems along the same lines again influences, mm-hmm. um across and I. That was one of those things that came out kind of while we were all still locked in the house, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when <laughs> right. people but, had options to watch other things. Like, but right. those
0: books were really popular. Yes, too. I had people mention that I had no idea what they because I think the guy that wrote them he passed, passed away, yes. and, and, and he then, at fairly young age. Yeah, mean, guess, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. And so, but these books, but again, encompassing that hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Because look, even though the the women are kind of all powerful, look whose fucking story it's is being told? To it's right. the guy's, you know, hero yes. journey.
2: Well, there's not that many of those out there. You knew need to tell from the perspective that you're, we you're right. Seen
0: you're right. There are there are not very many male hero journeys, especially white male right, hero right. journeys. I think it's important that we sort of highlight these whenever possible.
1: Also, though, it's fantasy, so like. Race is a construct.
3: Um,
1: <laughs> right. Okay.
0: And, um, and Race is a construct in Star Wars, too.
1: I mean, yeah. um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, when Billy Dee Williams showed up, I was like, oh, okay, Lando, look at you. And I'm
0: pretty sure he, like, was shilling for Colt 45 in the episode. Okay. <laughs> also was
1: trying, but not sure. I was like, I don't I don't know. Um who knows? Um, but that's
0: what it felt like. I've I got that, too. OK. Um, uh, Janet on the critic for The New York Times, did not like his character because she thought that it was too much of a stereotype that he was. And she uses this kind of term in her in her review. And this isn't my language, but she says there's way too much jive.
1: Oh interesting. and, but and that, I, you was know what she I means of black film, right? Where that's what she were right. actually having.
0: But but I think if like you have one black character and like, hey, be be shaft or be like you know, yeah. be um sweet badass, be somebody right. like.
2: Mario that. Don't
0: yeah. be, don't yeah. be something different. Be that that everyone knows. that's kind of safe. Right.
1: Be that, but also, how do I in this world, the person that is friends with Han Solo, who is doing what they do in the smuggling is not going to be, oh. um, for lack of better reference, Bill Cosby's Cosby. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I know the character, the character okay. <laughs> <laughs> that had the family and was just the good guy. I'm trying in my head, right, but all the right, '70s right, right, guys right. were just because even. Yeah. All of them. Well, All
0: I, I, <laughs> I think Maslin's point was he had it turned up to, or they had it turned up to eleven, and maybe maybe it didn't have to be so kind of unctuous. And do you I think? Assume. Do you think?
2: Do you think Billy Dee brought that to the table though? Because that's kind of everything. That's, that's kind he of his vibe. Right? anyway, yeah. I mean, like, it's so, like Samuel L. Yeah.
1: Jackson. Right, you're yeah. gonna get,
0: yeah. Yeah. but you don't. But you don't get that from him in the prequels. Oh, some t- look. It's toned down quite right. a bit. But right, but yeah, I it, think that was the the point. I mean, true. Look, true. I, look. I don't. I I I think. Billy D is, is a real cool cat. And I think that he is cool in this movie, in, in, in Empire. Right. Um, I just think it's. Interesting that, that a critic noted this, that at the time it was like, "Wait, you're gonna have one black character, and
1: this is how you're, gonna, and
2: this it? Is how you're gonna portray." So, and I also, mean, I, I well, again, she didn't have the foresight of seeing Jedi, but I mean, you see, right. you see Lando's arc throughout the story, sure. okay. and also even in Jedi, doesn't
1: he betray? According to the timeline, it said.
2: Well, he but he doesn't have any choice, so like right. he but, has but to, in, and in Jedi he.
0: Also, he He's gained kind of stature and status within within the Rebel Alliance, mm-hmm. right. right? So okay.
2: so he gets he's running Cloud City. Yes, and which you know, seemed pretty cool. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's basically this huge like outpost for trade. It's, it's a mining operation. To, like, right. It's, it's, it's like it sits on both sides. But it's it's not question. it's not politically, you know, uh, aligned with any sort of, you know, with any sort of with any side. Right. He's not he's not harboring separatists, but he's also not in the pocket of the right. Empire. But when the Empire pulls up with their fleet, there's no other choice. And he also thought he made the best deal he possibly could okay, for But thank Han. you, because
1: I thought yeah. that. I was like, I, they're saying he betrays, but like they were going to do what they wanted to do. And he kind of played the game, which you kind of get, I've heard in the, the other side of it, or maybe it's the prequels, prequels, and the prequels. You get to see a young Lando and Han. There's oh, a there's
0: a solo, solo movie. Oh, and okay. Donald Glover. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. so, yeah, I mean, so I
2: mean, he he comes good. Lando had no choice, right. and okay. like knowing that that they <clears throat> that the Empire and Darth Vader were on their trail, the best thing that he could do was to basically allow the Empire to come there take what they needed to take, but he also got double-crossed by the Empire as well. Yes.
1: Okay, okay. I mean, I, kind of going back to what got us here, though, it's weird how fantasy, not weird, it's expected (laughs) how fantasy still follows the rules of the society that we actually exist in and insists on upholding that despite the fact that it's like, you have a fucking elf. Right. They elf can be dark-skinned. And you not have to ever say that they're dark-skinned because it's an elf. Right, And
0: this is interesting about science fiction and fantasy because I think what those genres do best is turn a reflection of our world back to us and and lets us see it in a a different way that makes us go, oh, shit, that's fucked up. Okay, oh, right, what's happening next door is messed up. But, yeah, there really is no then excuse to not... Have a wide variety of, of people in these in these types of movies, right. TV shows, right? Because yes, yes, the elf can be black, and, and there's no reason to be mad about that, right? Yeah. Or you or have
1: a green thing too,
0: right? Like because elves don't really exist, it's okay. And so yeah, I mean there is there is a line there now, yeah. unless the unless the showrunners, unless the the unless the Lucases of the world are trying to make a concerted point about society and race, then I think that becomes a different right. conversation. Very but different. I don't think he. He is, and I don't think like the Lord of Rings TV show was trying to either.
1: That's true, and I know that they got a lot of slack. Even I just was learning. Um, well, and
0: like, why did we get upset about a black stormtrooper?
1: Like, oh, people got I, upset about that. Yeah, and it's like oh. look, the, they wear helmets. Like, I how, was how do you know? About to say, I thought that was actually a very good way to be like you don't know what's behind this it's because they're in their yes. stormtrooper gear yes the whole time and so i thought oh you know though i just oh. so went down the rabbit hole because i learned that and it makes sense having read so much that a lot of people are like oh y'all are taking away all of our redheads and other people are like y'all know that black people can have red hair, right? <laughs> um, and they're like, yeah, but they're not natural, um, that they're actually picking for the role. And finally, in the podcast that I was watching, the woman's like, I just need you to say, you don't want black people to play these roles because we're not going to keep doing them back and forth. And she's like, with that said, though, a lot of things that were being written from the 40s all the way through the Civil Rights Movement, 80s, are red Black coded in redheads because society has always had some differing opinions about redheads. And in the so, Irish, yeah, and so they were like, we can mirror without directly saying black. And one they said specifically was in the DC Universe Star um, Fire, I think, as they were like, without a doubt, she was she's written as black, but because sense. of the way that things in production you make her white. And then when HBO gets the ownership over, they put her black in the writer's room and that's the way the TV show is, she's black. Um, And so I was like, oh, this is interesting because now you go back and you're like, oh, where do I see the redheads popping up? Where do I see the paler, maybe Irish, the accents in the elves or something where they're saying they're from kind of thing popping up because then you're right this person this writer is making a specific critique likely and there's another layer to what I'm engaging with
2: but in 2023 you can just make them black there's <laughs> sure yeah and one would think right is that once the once the stormtroopers were no longer clones and that all kinds of species would have been stormtroopers uh, yeah. right i mean it wouldn't have just been cuz they would have just used them as as you know Cannon fodder. Right, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, obviously, there are, you know, uh, parallels and, and visual parallels to the empire and to, you know, Nazism and the right, empire, right? But, I mean.
1: Okay, yes. Okay, I was wondering, but I was like, uh, again, I don't know. There's a lot here.
0: There's a lot of Nixon stuff in there as right. well. I mean, this this was in, in part a response to the Vietnam War and Nixon running again for a second term. And
1: okay.
2: Yeah, so I don't think he was really speaking. I mean, aside from the, I think the visuals and what he saw in Triumph of the Will, and, and that was kind of obviously influenced what he was yes. doing from, from an empire perspective. But at no point do you ever really find out that the empire is more, anything other than just this kind of, evil dictator fascist you know ship that exists over right. and wants to rule with an iron hand really there's no genocidal aspect to, to the empire that we know of anyway other than jedis right right but that's not ai mean but that's just an order of monks i mean you know it's a few hundred people <laughs> that's fine <laughs>
0: what, what is that?
2: It, is there a definition of genocide though that is
0: more about mass numbers of similarities rather than specific
2: ethnicities i don't i don't know I, mean, I don't know the actual definition would, of like what falls into genocide, and what's not. Light, I mean, light genocide, heavy genocide. <laughs> so what I mean
0: no, is, no, but maybe, I think that's a yep. really
1: good because yep. I think that likely we don't know because we know there's so much in history that's been lost, but likely there is just a, I just need to get rid of all of this. I don't care. Okay what you subscribe to, what your cultural, you are in a You're in my way. Yeah, you're in my way. And I mean probably honestly one of the <clears throat> most solid we can confirm examples would probably be um when during colonization, specifically the Belgium, when they're going through the interior of the continent of Africa and they're like, we don't care what tribe you are. Right. We are obliterating right. you. Right. That might be
3: I, as yeah, far as they're I mean,
1: concerned you're all in the same is
2: there an intent behind genocide because the empire does blow up in a couple of planets that's actually. It, right and that's what I mean which right? just, so,
1: honestly I was like that's an entire yeah. planet yeah Mm, but cold, okay.
2: Yeah, and, it's, it's, I mean, I, and if you and you watch Rogue One, it's not exactly a, a easy, quick death. It's not like an instantaneous. Oh, zapping. they show right. you
1: later on how this goes down. Yeah,
2: yeah. so Ooh. there's a prequel to there's a standalone prequel to A New Hope called Rogue One, which is about it's about the people stealing the the plans to, yeah. to the Death Star. Oh.
0: So it sits in between the the prequel trilogy and then our OG trilogy. Okay. Okay. And that's how Leia got the plans to then like gotcha. put into. I Ar- was Arturo.
1: wondering honestly the whole time, like, yeah. how did she? Again, how did Layla carry out this mission? Mm. But yet, she's not the focus of the movie.
0: Th- th- this yeah. is interesting too, because I mean, there's there, there's another movie where she is the one who goes on this journey and becomes.
2: It's oh. it's it's weird to me looking back on it now that that, that the Ro- I mean that the Rogue One story wasn't included. I know you're talking all about Luke here, but like yeah. at least some, like the crawl could have been. I mean, I know that's a little bit about the, the crawl. Kind of is the Rogue One story too, but it also talks about the Civil War and and sets up the Separatists versus the Empire. There is a big story about. There's an evil entity here that you know we stole these plans from, right. and then,
0: and also like in the in a New Hope, they they use um, destroying Leia's planet as like a test for the Death Star too, don't yeah.
2: they? I think it's it's to display of power because no one's seen it yet. Okay. Because they do blow up the because, planet, right? Before, in Rogue in One, World but I mean,
0: also is that sort of like okay. kind of you know um, the that? Uh, I,
2: I I saw the Leia thing as they they were desperate at this point, point. Yeah, and, and also yeah. because they 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 needed they they didn't know what was going to happen with those plans. They needed those plans back. They and so this was going to be their only method of like really keeping control over the galaxy, right? Okay. And so they had to put, they, they put the screws to Leia the only way that they knew how to put the screws to her.
1: No, <laughs> it's pretty drastic. I know, I mean, right? <laughs> that's like pretty oh, drastic. No, he even said, he was like, I told you she's not going to, tell you the yeah. truth. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. And I kind of was like, I feel that he was going to do that anyways, but damn, yeah. a whole it's planet. Just,
3: yeah.
1: um, but is it that kind of ruthless throughout the entire timeline? Well, how do you mean? In the sense that, in kind of going back even to the genocide in the pursuit of power mm. control of the jedi or the jedi being so um darkly influenced into these leaders that people are willing to do whatever it takes no matter what that is
0: yeah i mean there's no quarter there's, yeah right i mean there is i mean with the with the with vader with the empire there is no okay we're going to take prisoners here it's usually just
1: yeah, even yeah, just the torturing out. of Han Solo when he was like, they didn't even ask me questions. I was, <laughs> was like, my goodness.
0: goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That is, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so that, it's kind of steady. Because, I mean, I I know that he's in Better Call Sal, and he was in Breaking Bad. Uh, Gio. Um, Giancarlo uh,
2: Esposito. Yes,
1: yes. Um, I know him from... Spike Lee Joy. But, yes, um, he's now in one of the later um, sequels. um, He's in the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yes, and his children apparently were like, oh, we can't believe you're doing this. And he's like, listen, I'll kill whoever I want. And, And he's like, I got a character for them. And I was like, oh, okay, so... All right, this is a, just a trend that you see. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think it helps tell the story, right? In, in very stark yeah. terms of black and black, you know, of good and evil, black and white. It's just like it's, such it's, a binary opposition. Right, type right. Of film. It's, it's simplistic in the sense that just like Buck Rogers were, was and Flash Gordon was, is that it's easy to tell that story without having to. Get into the intricacies of, and he does throw Han Solo in there, right? As Han Solo is the roguish element that kind of plays both sides of it. He's the gray area, right? Right. He's the nuance. Um, But from an Empire perspective, yeah, they are power at all costs. Okay. And, and those who, and you see that through basically all of the movies and all the people that come in to try to get into the leadership.
1: Although, I mean, I say, and we say like black and white and simplistic, so, but we do know, again, going back to who I just mentioned, King Leopold with the Belgium, mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. examples that we've seen closer to our timeline of people who power, power corrupts power kind of right. there, And And that's where they are. That's, I mean, I had a moment about, now we're about hour and a half, two hours ago. (laughs) And And I was like, I can see though, should I have children, I will sit down with them with this film. This is a very good way to have conversations about good, evil, life, morals, humanity, how we show up for each other, um, what drives us. This is a really good, just these three alone, where you could have some really good topics. And, and conversations, and they can understand it even at seven years old, what is being portrayed, and go in depth as far as they can, give them new language, a, a teaching film kind of thing. Yeah,
2: these yeah. are simple but bangers. I mean, they're yeah. just, I mean, it's just, I mean, like, they're no, there's nothing complicated really about these movies at least on their on the surface so it's it's easy just to go I was when that's the kind of thing that struck me when I was watching them again for this I was just like and I've seen them. I don't know how many times right <laughs> but like just kind of trying to watch it with a uh you know a, a, a more critical eye it's just like this is such a like it's just so well contained the mm-hmm. plot especially New Hope is just like bang 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 and it's so good Yes, Luke is whiny as shit in the first, <laughs> you know, <laughs> third of that movie. And so that's when you're not a kid anymore. That's what that really, you're just like, holy God. Just... He was always whiny, though. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it was bad. Um, but once you <laughs> He get... was an
1: only child, wasn't he? Well, yeah. And I mean, fire. Fire. Sure, Whatever, sure, parents right. got killed. Fine, right? But
2: Blue Milk will do that to you. Right? <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
1: he didn't know any better. He didn't have a sibling to just pop him upside right, the head of the right.
2: And so, yeah, he was just... All, he, all The only excitement that he had was shooting Womp Rats. I mean, from his, his land speeder, right? No and one so, knows what a fucking Womp Rat is. <laughs> <laughs> one of those little things that, that Lucas added 20 years later. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I yeah, kind he of now did, want did, to go find did.
1: the Reddit, Reddit thread that's all the things oh. that have been added. I'm sure it's pages and days and...
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, mostly think about, like, it really, you know, any sort of, like, side visual flair mm-hmm. was added. Any sort okay. of, like... Where it looks like it's a CGI monster. Like, that, you know, there's a couple of where the sand troopers are riding, uh, you know, beasts. Yeah. Yeah. All of that's added. Okay. Um, and then it's mostly just color correction on shots and things like okay. that. But but the Jabba scene where Han talks to Jabba at, you know, outside of, in Alderaan. Yeah. Um, there's that wasn't in the movie. They cut it out completely because it, Jabba was just a guy in a suit. They couldn't put that. Oh. In, and so oh. when you see Jabba yeah. In, yeah. in return. Right, he just sits on his throne,
1: right? And he's he's an
2: animatronic thing, rather than...
1: Okay, okay, okay. And then, isn't in one of the sequels, Jabba's child is actually, like, in human form?
2: That might be in one of the animated uh-huh. things. Oh, yeah, animated. Okay. Yeah. There was a Clone Wars movie that came out that had a lot more Java stuff in it, and then that led into the animated series, and okay. yeah, I'm not okay. 100% sure anymore. Uh-huh. I it's, it's there. One, this has become so unwieldy at this point to keep up with yeah. it all. It's just like. And it even was back in 77 through the original trilogy, because by that time, then you spawned comic books and, and oh. other. Novelization. Uh, novelizations. Novelizations. Okay. And there's okay. a whole like. Other group of like the novelizations go for so far to tell stories outside of the Han Solo and Luke Luke realm I mean, they say develop their own characters and things like that and there's just like there are with Star Trek and everything else There's just hundreds and hundreds of them. So it'd be impossible to like unless you spent all your time just (laughs) Digesting it. It'd be impossible to do it all.
1: I did one thing that speaking of how we see mirrors and other films movies is the isolation of the hero And I think it's so interesting that, again, with heroes, males, um, you're going to get the isolation and they're loved by their family and they're really good at all of these things. But when you go on the female hero journey, it is wholly her versus society. And the fact that she is not willing to bend to what society specifically wants of her. Um, and I always think that's so interesting because they are isolated; they're very much on display, and their journey then becomes very much for everybody to be a part of. where comment on yes. It. Whereas Maybe. with the males, you get to go join Yoda and whatever that little cavern was that he had, and <laughs> eat whatever was in that pot, and, and no one witnesses it's your like failure.
0: Gumbo they've been cooking for three I days mean, probably. <laughs> <laughs> when he like threw some
1: seasoning on there, I was like, oh. Okay, <laughs> I don't think that did anything. But whatever, enjoy.
3: Um,
1: but th- privately, he's failing. Um, whereas what you don't see that. And I just thought that was really, again, a thing that's interesting. Um, I guess I'm kind of, again, I, I'm at that point where I'm like, I want more. I want y'all to start pushing yourselves creatively as directors, producers, writers, um, stop giving us the same and see what you can tap into but i also recognize in the 70s and 80s this was a big deal and and he really gave something that a whole, my dad said he, it, him and all his siblings went, and their age range is vastly different. But that was like a big thing for them. He, my mom was like, I mean, yeah, I went. it was, it is what it is. It was good. We enjoyed it. But it's something that he was excited that I was doing this. He's huh. excited to talk to me about it. He's gonna be disappointed. But <laughs> it is one of those that I think it was right for that time. But we're here now in 2023,
0: and I want more. And. and- Something to go to go back to that time. I do think Lucas lets himself and Carrie Fisher down and return of the Jedi by putting her in that gold bikini, and kind of displaying her was next to what was because th- you don't see that anywhere, uh, you know, up until that point. And and I understand that, that that's who kind of Jabba is, right? And he's got these dancing girls and he like throws into the pits and watches them get eaten and stuff like that, but.
1: Again, like, like did we have we, yeah. to do
0: that and display her that way? And I understand that Carrie Fisher is attractive, and you know, and and, and she did pictures for Rolling Stone and stuff afterwards in that in okay. that same bikini. Oh, that's
1: right, she did. But
0: yeah. but again, like, here we are. We're putting her up on display, objectifying yeah. her, and seeing her. How is she going to get out of this out of this jam?
1: And she did right that scene where she. I was like, my goodness. Yeah. She said, "You're dying or I'm dying <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. are the options here.
0: Um. But I, I think this other idea about, like, we want more, I think you're right. We still want more. And and I think this feeds into this sort of fan obsession or fan fandom sort of dictating what comes oh, or yes. what gets sort of mm-hmm. portrayed in some of these films. But also we're sort of embarking on this, like, monoculture where we have Star Wars and Mar- we have these big, big... Yeah pieces of IP and that's all we're really throwing in the market really are those are the most successful ones and then those are the ones that get you know hey we got to be in fan service we got to do this And, and you know what this is what they want they want Tony Stark to go on his hero journey Yes. Pe- Pepper Potts is fine, right? She's got some good lines, whatever.
1: Even when you get to the Black uh, Widow, her film that whole universe. say right.
0: Florence Pugh is the hero there.
1: Yep. <laughs> I mean, she as is. She is uh, everywhere. As she, she is everywhere. As she is
0: everywhere on this podcast. Talk about someone's
1: <laughs> career that I'm already in love she's, with. She's part of the oh,
0: Puletarian. Well, then, lo- welcome yeah. to, the well, welcome to the Puletarian. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> whatever she gives, well, I'm just, like, Just yes. don't
0: watch a good person. <laughs> yeah, please stay away. Please. For all. Okay. Don't watch okay. that. Okay. She's going to be in, in plenty of other stuff coming up. I mean, yeah, falling over her, and we we always have Lady Macbeth.
2: So. <laughs> 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 I, I will defend the, the leia decision i think a little bit because i do think that ties into I, I do think the arc there like her killing jabba and her being the one who saves han tells the story that Which I one. Didn't like I th- yeah that. is that she's the one who leads that right she's the one who puts herself in danger and she's willing to do anything to save her friend uh, and the person that she loves, and she's able to do that, right? I mean, so I I, 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 get the idea that it's a little dehumanizing. But they still need Luke to come in.
0: Yeah, they need. I mean, all. I'm they, just they need. Sort of like, no, no, no. I'm
2: yeah. with you. They need everybody, really. Right. I, mean, I
1: can see it, kind of. Even Jabba is not the Empire. The Empire has structure. They have rules about how they kill. Even if we're like, that is a rule. <laughs> Jabba is the degenerate of it. Right, yeah. he kills
2: that he kills the singer, I mean, and the dan- well the dancer yeah. with for, sport. for yeah, for fun yeah. and is like laughing about it. And it's even like it's almost comical to him because he he kind of stumbles and pushes her accidentally into the into the pit. Um so yeah, having her having Leia kill him at the end, bikini aside, I I, I do think that it gives I think Leia's Role in this, even though it's not the focus, is a, is a strong. I think it's a, ultimately a positive portrayal for young girls to watch this movie and and to see someone who.
1: How funny! Because as you were talking, I was literally thinking. Also, George Lucas is no dummy, and he knew his big uh, audience was boys. Sure, boys. sure. So, oh, absolutely,
2: yeah. absolutely. Um, but also, he. I mean, he ties in. I mean, she leads the Reb, you know, the yes. rebel alliance essentially. I mean, she's the one in the Empire dictating. When we're getting off of a yeah. of hoth, and when we're doing, and, and how everyone everyone looks to her and takes orders from her it's not yeah. not mm-hmm. from not from mm-hmm. Han,
1: not from Luke, right. Even when uh, we're introduced to the Ewoks, the teddy bears, Han is like, I got it, y'all hide. (laughs) And that goes left. But she's the one who runs out, jumps on, and is actually driving this vehicle and telling him where to shoot, where they're located, what to kind of do. And again, even at that point though, I kind of was like, how am I watching Luke's story? And we've got this badass female here. But I do, from what I'm kind of saw in the timeline, There is respect to her who she actually was as Carrie and the fact that Luke and Han don't maybe have such great deaths, but Carrie gets peaceful kind of death. Um, and then, I I don't know if y'all do spoilers. <laughs> no, it's Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no we, we, we don't. If no. we're talking
2: about it on the podcast, we assume. Okay. Know, yes, um, no worries.
1: And then, but also in their child, because Han and, and the princess's child, I know he kind of has his own arc and whatnot, but you can see her fierceness. Mm in him from Mm -hmm. the things that i kind of read so i i can feel it and i can see both sides i guess i just really at the end i'm like why that couldn't it have just been a like sheer robe or something i don't know like
2: (laughs) no this is i think
0: i think this is this is what happens because like we're like i think we're all like she's such a good character right she's not just your stock damsel in distress i mean yes she is in some ways a damsel in distress but i mean so is luke at certain points too so she has enough agency, enough power, right? Enough gusto. I mean, yeah. she does not put up with shit from anybody. And so, like, this is this is really great, and and it is a kind of powerful role model for young girls to 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 look at. But then there's this: why can't we have more of that? Right. Like, why can't why why couldn't we just have kept going with that rather than right. than that? So there's always yeah. that. I think that kind of urge or impulse. Yeah. Like, give me that movie.
1: Because I even think like, huh I know it's portrayed that. Hans came back because Luke and he saved him and he admires him and he hey you, you spoke to me at the end but I firmly think he comes back because the princess calls him on it and he's and like oh yeah You're, oh, for sure, no.
3: yeah, for sure. Yeah. terrible yeah. and
1: also because he's like hey I'm Hans I've conquered a lot let's see if this <laughs> one and it's not
0: and I, I really like the moment in Empire Strikes Back where Han is one like I know you like me, I know you like me, <laughs> just admit it. She's like, no, get out of here, right? Where she's like, look, I have more important things yes. than this budding romance. And, and, and
1: Which you I know, think is very true. Yeah. I've always said if we're in a zombie apocalypse, There's no don't time come for, to me yeah. for procreating. i right, I'm right. right. sad right. that I'm having to eat things out of a can <laughs> and sleeping, that's it.
0: Right, and so I, I, I love that kind of like role reversal as well, where he's the one just like, just, yeah. just, you need to kiss me right now, and she's yeah. like, "Fuck off, man."
1: Was she received like that though, when they first came out in the '70s and '80s? Was her character Princess? Was it? Like, oh, I think so. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. okay, yeah okay. no, I think so. Okay. Be, yeah.
1: Sorry to keep referring to oh. you as my time.
2: <laughs> no,
1: no, that time no, no. There is all again, knowing.
0: again, again. He he's clearly the one <laughs> more steeped in Star Wars lore. He's also. Older,
2: so when there were actual Nazis, <laughs> yeah. in, well, that was the, yeah. that was the arrow flame
0: joke that he clearly like didn't get earlier,
1: right? It just I reminded just like, me no. of that <laughs> Judy <Yeah>. Judy uh,
3: <laughs>
1: clip where she's like, back in the war, and the is like, "What war?" and she's like, "How old do you think I am?" <laughs> 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 but also, as as
0: we've discussed on this on this podcast, this would have been around like second wave feminism. Yeah, I mean, second Yeah, so we would have. <laughs> so I mean, again, it's not an accident that that it's that's also sort of a white woman of upper class who is who is being shown as yeah. powerful and in a way emancipated.
1: There was the there was one other woman. She came in in the last film. I really saw her, where she delivered some news about what the things were happening, and I was mm. like, "Ooh, I want to know more about her because I haven't seen any other women," kind of thing. But I mean. I also understand that, as we said at the beginning of this conversation, George Lucas was having fun. Yeah. Like, he was playing around, he knew what he kind of wanted to do, and through probably others, Carrie herself even... Being like, let me help you with this the writing.
3: Well, and I think
2: you know, he, one, he gives this, he has the storyline, you know, that is in his head. But it, but the editing for the first Star Wars was done mostly by his wife. She cut oh, okay. it and mm-hmm. and really made it what it was. When when George showed it, it was all over the place. He turns over duties to direct an Empire and Jedi, which he doesn't do ever again. He also doesn't write the script. Lawrence Kasdan writes the script for well, and, and, and
0: Lee Brackett, with, Bra- yeah. who's who's a woman who um, yeah. who was really known for her kind of quick, sharp dialogue. Yeah. And um, I mean, did did come on the Bogart movie, the Bacall Bogart, oh, the Casablanca. fucking big sleep. Yeah, no, yeah. No.
3: sorry. Yeah, <laughs> God. <laughs> you're cursing
2: at me before you give me any details. Come on, you know that fucking movie I'm talking about—the one that right, that
3: one guy in it. Shut up. I think she also did
1: um, one of Spencer Tracy and Katherine Hepburns. Okay. I think she also, and you're right. Yeah, but she was much a very known well, for her. like, renowned.
2: Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I think the stars aligned there a little bit for for Leia, and it wasn't just. Uh, and I think it's so. It wasn't not to take any way necessarily think anything away from Lucas, but he had. Other people in his in his right. court that were helping dictate a lot of these characters.
1: Listen, as we've talked and I've learned, um, I think that one thing and maybe the fandom will probably disagree with me on <laughs> this um, is that Lucas is definitely a God bless the child. Um, <laughs> oh, for sure. He, yeah. He it yeah. just like you said, the stars aligned. He had the right people in the right places. He was at the right time. But even just in. How I'm hearing people, things that have, the way he listens to the fandom, he's, I'm not saying he got lucky. But I'm saying again, well, God bless the he child. made some
0: really smart decisions on how the profits got split. Um, right. because, because oh. Fox didn't think the, the, the first one was the gonna do anything. Yeah. And so he maintained he set up another company to do all the merchandising. He wrote a contract where he got like he knew what his 50, skill set was. Like 50% of profits at this point, and then 77% at this point. And so
2: basically after a new hope. He didn't have to work like ever again right okay. and then he so then he goes into kind of a cameron mode where he's just developing technology yeah. at this point and then and okay. then so to say that yeah i think from a, and it's weirdly kind of a parallel to camera because cameras not good to tell stories either right but um but great at developing technology yeah. is that is that what he is able to lay the groundwork with for industrial light and magic then defines Mm. film for the next and that decades. was almost
0: he did that almost by necessity because right. fox didn't have a, a special effects unit so he's like oh i have to do this i have to make my own thing right in order to make my vision
1: i so, mean as y'all are saying this i'm like oh he's actually a good decision maker he's someone right. who knows how to assess the situation like you said with the first showing where yeah. he's like it's a mess here Take
0: and this. apparently can delegate, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and accept help because, de, you know, De Palma wrote the wrote the scroll, the scroll right, for, the, right. for New Hope, because yeah. he showed it to him first, and De Palma was like, "This is shit. Here, <laughs> let me do this for you." <laughs>
1: right. Which, but it does take a big person to like have, say, in order to get to where I want, who are going to be the people to help me get there.
2: And see, I think that's what the 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 bad word on the prequel trilogy was—that is that he couldn't step out of the way. Oh, that the he, ego he, had got right. So he's now this—you know—this um, world builder, this god builder. He directs all three, he writes all three, and they're. Messes. Listen, they're, they're, yeah. I mean, all of his him bad, and Tyler
1: Perry stuff, <laughs> stuff, right? stuff. Please,
2: all of his bad influences, all of his, uh, um, all of his bad decisions are, are there on the screen, oh, and, and uh-huh. the direction is like someone who understands the beauty of the special effects, but has no idea mm-hmm. what comes mm-hmm. across in the actual dialogue mm-hmm. or the acting performances. So again, when you have someone like Liam Neeson or Ewan McGregor who can kind of overcome, they, yeah. mm-hmm. like when when people saw the trailer for Phantom Menace people lost their fucking minds
1: I remember like, I, it, I do actually remember that one
2: if people thought this was going to be because like, I
1: love Natalie Portman yeah mm-hmm, I know.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and so <laughs> so do we yeah,
0: yeah very I'll much another, so okay cool very much so
2: um,
0: wouldn't
1: it be cool if they were both in a movie together Natalie and Florence
0: oh 100 percent yeah yeah I, I, I'd,
1: I'd be into that, I'd, I'd, that I'd,
2: I'd, I'd be into that um just not a zach braff film. No, no, but but when that came out when that dropped that was like a thing that like i mean we are just talking about burgeoning internet as well yeah. like i mean this is 98.99 yes. and so like people were downloading it watching it again and again like they're just going crazy people i mean like people are standing outside theaters for months ahead of time to see this. And of course, yes. granted, there's a 16-year-old there's a 16-year build up between people who lived their entire lives as Star Wars fans, played with every single toy. You know, that and that was another thing that was genius about Lucas is that every character you see, every starship you see, every playset, that every, you know, every scene that you see as a playset, every you can take that home and remake that movie shot for shot.
1: I've seen this using even the, though toys. the Legos, right? Yeah. Because there's a whole thread of the dad I'm going to repost it when we <laughs> put this out there. He, for his wedding, he's like, I want to get the, the Empire, the uh, Star Wars set. And his wife was like, oh, I mean, and so he promised he would wait until his sons or his children were old enough and he'd do it with them. So 10 years later, he waits, his two boys, I think one was four, the other six, they sit down to build it together over days and he keeps everybody updated on twitter <laughs> oh. but how many people then went out and bought that
2: oh of course of course and so and that's been that's been non-stop since 77 okay. essentially so in like genius so it's just mm. it, that that's how it's lived on people had Empire Strikes Back bed sheets. And it's, it, it's wild just,
1: how capitalism makes us wily and get creative and smart to right? keep, making, keep people hooked. Well, and it was crazy because it had never been done before. Like, it never,
2: ever been done before. So, like, no one had ever thought of marketing a, a movie like that. Um, You know, there had been big blockbusters before Star Wars that came out, but no one had actual action figures. And now, like, every movie tries to do that. Now, they don't probably—I don't know if they do it so much anymore, like, where it's just a a deluge of, like, every character. But, I mean, like, you'll see— dead toy lines that, that were from movies that they just thought were going to hit <laughs> like Battlefield Earth or you know things like that where <laughs> they per, they per, you know pushed all these toys out and then the movie completely flops and no one wants them and they sit somewhere even like the uh, Independence Day toys were oh, know, right, bad because right? they were just bad toys you yeah
1: know? But, no I remember this they go to the island of misfit <laughs> yeah. toys there's yeah. a place right. for them <laughs> Sadly, probably melted down to one that will sell. <laughs> um, Nobody wants a Charlie <laughs> in the box. <laughs> That's. But you're right. Like 16 years. That means a parent. An older sibling, a younger sibling, whole family is now going.
0: Yeah, like, I went to the movies with my brother, my little brother, See? and we're 11
2: years apart. Yeah, I mean, and, and there was such a huge, like, build, a, a year before that movie comes out. People know it's coming, because everyone had gone back, and the and the re-releases of the special editions did really well, I think. I mean, it, all of them made over $100 million in the box office just re-releasing, right? And so we've got a year build-up to talking about this thing. You know, you've got Taco Bell and all these other, you know, places starting to put out promotional materials and souvenir ready, glasses right?
3: and, yeah, yeah it's and
2: it's I mean that movie makes a, a ton of money, but the the crush of oh shit this is not, not very good.
1: good. When did but people kept coming back because there's like three right mm-hmm. and that so mm-hmm. you you keep hoping. Okay,
2: it is
0: the new old hope. hope that's right why now. that's why episode four <laughs> is called a new hope. <laughs> you you sat through
2: these. <laughs> <laughs> Here you, you go. <laughs> well, so Ooh. so the first one's a little kid Anakin right, and you're like okay well maybe they they're they're, they're jettisoning that and we're gonna get another, right. maybe maybe something's gonna be better. The force by the time, him. by the time you see the second one, and, and they do diminish in in money from from uh, episode one to three, they okay. they don't make as much. But Some I mean, people we're just put
1: their foot down and were like, "I can't do this."
2: And at a certain point, you're like, "Well, fuck it! I've seen all all five <laughs> of them. Might as well see the sixth one, right?" I mean, it's just right. a matter of um, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a completist, and I can't yeah. not hear how the story That's ends. How they get right? right, right, right. <laughs> But yeah, it was oh. it was one of those things. And also, I think a lot of times people in Phantom Menace, you go back and like, well, maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. You try to convince yourself that it's something wanted, you wanted so much to be good and wanted so much to be game changing. And it was really just so disappointing that you're like, yeah, All right, well, because yeah. I,
0: I did that I, after I watched after I rewatched these for this. I was like, I'll go I'll watch the prequels.
1: Mistakes were made.
0: <laughs> I got like a half an hour in as soon as like Jar Jar Binks shows up in episode one. What's? I was like, "This is silly. This is." okay. See, we're jumping ahead. Sixteen. I'm years sorry. Yeah, I know. I know. No, no. But you no, got I like, was gonna you say, got sixteen years to come back. <laughs> I was
1: gonna say, this is just wild because the way y'all described it to me, I'm hooked. I want to see it. Okay. But. I know that I am the same way. I probably would only make it about 30 minutes before I'm like, and no. It's weird. Vera, putting you back uh, on.
3: Like,
2: all of the (laughs) seemingly right choices that George made with kind of towing the line with caricatures and and, and potentially going too far for, like, obviously showing a diverse cast Mm -hmm. of aliens, doing the same thing, but also then, like, leaning into stereotypes, which was really bizarre. Like, you'll see in— you, you saw in Greedo, right? Mm-hmm. He speaks a different language, and it's subtitled, mm-hmm. right? There's certain areas where we don't know what the f- anybody's saying. R two D two is not. You don't and know so what. He's I'm saying. not gonna
1: lie. It took me to movie three to be like, turn some
3: subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> Surely they're translating at this point, right?
1: Something, but you're right. I never know what Arturo says.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: So, and so Jar Jar Binks, and I'm sure you've heard, is is uh, it was played by a Jamaican actor, and Ahmad Best, and 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 it was very much. Almost in Step It and Fetch It kind of. Yeah. Um, that a,
1: reviewer was definitely on his heels for that one. Yeah, though. and
2: then there's a shopkeeper named Watto who has a very Jewish affectation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've
1: made, actually m- read of this. No, because in mm-hmm, Men it's, in Black, when they put Tony Shalhoub as the, they referred to that.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's. So there were just things that were just missteps. And then the the, um, the comedic relief that you got with C-3PO and Arturo uh, <laughs> is done with, with an unlikable character in Jar Jar Binks. And um, so all of the childishness is, is, gone, is, is oh. well, it's it's just ramped up and looks ugly, right? Mm. So there's a scene where he gets his tongue electrocuted and it's and he's always been kind of a laurel and hardy fan like three stooges you know these looney tunes type of of roles but you know he steps in banta poop and like it's just it's just <laughs> dumb and then so then your main protagonist is no longer a young man it is a nine-year-old boy and so he's not he's not compelling right right he's his his story's being okay. told for him yeah, and so that's the huge misstep is is thinking that we give a shit about Baby Vader, where if you had have had Hayden Christensen, have you had, you had the prequel art be over six years rather than than thirteen that it is? Yeah, then maybe this makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's a little less, but but you get I'm gonna be a Jedi. Wee, that's a line yeah. in yeah. Phantom Menace. Yeah. I'm gonna be a, be a Jedi. Wee. And, and so and like
3: this, and this poor
2: kid
0: gets <laughs> I'm
3: sorry I'm <laughs> just not
2: I, okay. right but, I mean like why not follow the same arc you did with right. New Hope right. Luke, Luke, you, is you nine, Luke. Luke is 19 right because right. he's been and so yeah 19 to 22 you don't need it to be this huge yeah. long thing now granted the, and so you've kind of painted yourself in the in, in, corner with the Clone Wars because the Clone Wars did last three years but okay so who cares how old Vader is when he
3: becomes mm-hmm. Vader right. right I mean it really matter? Yeah,
0: it doesn't matter at all Right, because he's also like mostly robot at this point.
3: Right, right. right. He's so being yeah, he's, he's being
0: kept alive right. by artificial or art, you know different technology. So it doesn't it doesn't matter. So
2: so there was someone a, out there was like <laughs>
1: it does matter. I was, <laughs> right. Right. was Like there's somebody in the fandom right. who's like.
2: <laughs> and so, th- yeah. There's just there's it there was just too much to overcome, and there was too much to forgive, and then so that set the tone. And then by the time you get to Hayden Christensen. Which is in the next movie, and he's starting to fall in love with Padme, and they've got to keep their relationship secret. But Lucas so all the stuff where you didn't see love mm-hmm. and how it was handled in the original trilogy gets handled like a young adult novel, like but even less in this. They're they're lying around in fields and they have these really long um soliloquies about sand and how he hates sand. Like, they, all of it I've is,
1: seen that meme and never understood it. Yeah, but now that you're explaining it to me, I'm like Oh, I get it. Now. And there's
2: zero chemistry between. And, and Lucas and is like, "This is I, how I teenagers hear- talk, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right." Mercy. <laughs> He's lost his American <laughs> graffiti cred for <if> <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sounds terrible. But again, I can also see the potential of it. Right. With the right. Writers,
2: right? Yes, it needed the right writers, and it honestly needed a different director, okay. right? I mean, like Lucas should have been a producer who oversaw the special effects of
3: it all.
1: It's what we're and seeing let- Taylor Sheridan do now. Right? He's yeah. understood that he has to step out the way. <laughs> right. Plus, he gets uh, ten thousand a head for every horse they use, and fifty thousand yeah. a day that they're on that ranch. He doesn't care about directing. Also, no slight to Utah Shakes.
0: <laughs> right, you get yours. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Another example of like a monoculture. I'm not. Gonna.
1: Yes. Oh, but I just I love that he is our 28 version of. Uh, all in the family and who's that guy uh pete um
2: yeah i know you're talking it's uh, the guy who did all the all, all the shows the
1: mod jefferson i can't pull
2: his name now but it was the main tv producer for yeah. everything that was back in the day
1: yeah and that's we just now have that and he always
2: crea- wore the pork pie hat right?
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: he's still alive <laughs> yeah, right. um but yeah that's just taylor is that um and all of it is laughing in the face of those who are like i'm him <laughs> yes. Okay, so then who writes and directs the ones after? The Seven so and the...
2: after... Because he sold his rights. Yeah, Dis- Disney buys oh, Star Wars. And they
1: don't mess around.
2: And they bought it for $4 billion. And mm-hmm. And Lucas was like, well, here's the next three movies. And they were like, thank you very much. We paid you $4 billion. Bye. See ya. And Lucas was like, well... Okay, and as they- we've
1: learned, Disney lawyers don't play.
2: Right. right. And so... Me and Florida. J.J. Yeah. Abrams does... Um, does seven, seven okay. and, and, and nine, and then Ryan Johnson does eight. Which is oh, again, so here's that's
1: why you're okay. So he, the
2: real rub there was is that Disney did not have a real story to tell over three movies, and so it jumps from one thing to another thing. And then people oh. were so assholery about The Last Jedi that they that Disney freaked because here's what the, the problem with Disney is right, they only give a shit about the bottom line, they don't give a shit about yeah. movies, right. right? So when they started releasing all these movies, Solo started to do bad. But so, and so Solo is directed by Ron Howard. And when he comes in and kind of, like, makes his yeah. money back. But it's – and so and they're, like, people are like, well, shit, we're, we're doing – because they wanted to do a Star Wars movie every single year. They were okay. going to do trilogy, then a a couple of Solo movies. Not Solo solos. But, but know, like Anthology like, films. Yeah. Right, right. And then go to another movie and then d- basically follow the three-year pattern that the other trilogies have done. But once Solo doesn't do very well, Rogue One is well-received, but um, – you know, it, it, again, it starts to kind of overpopulate and, and oversaturate the market. Then they freak out. So when the when the reaction to the Last Jedi is ridiculous and mm-hmm. and it's so uh, divisive, they shift course and then they go and it's it's not great either. So yeah.
0: oh,
1: yeah. okay, so it's kind but of there like there was no
0: cohesive voice. There was no mm, cohesive really. And, and story. because right. they kind of left it up to Which each director. Which is
1: wild right? because they have the money to bring in like a lead writer and say. You are going to make sure that there is a line through everything. And it is cohesive and connects, but they didn't.
2: Well, and a lot of what they did, too, when the four billion was done is that they kind of came in and said, hey, the original trilogy and the prequels, that's canon. And then everything else. Mm. See, it, like all the books, all the comic books, all the video games. Like everyone, that everyone, all this, you know, the diehard diehards love. Yeah, loved, like, Star Wars is life. Right. Those guys, he, they basically said, you know, look, we're going to put all that aside. So don't, don't consider any of that. So we're going to basically take the story in a new direction, and here it is. And then, they, you know, there's still talk of a Ryan Johnson trilogy, trilogy. Um, that's not going to be based on the Star or the Skywalker clan. Okay. Um, and that's the. I think that's really where, like, I think if, if Disney had have not had just wrapped up Luke's arc. Rather than mm-hmm. tying it into Daisy's arc, if they had just done a three, you know, a three series where it's Luke and Leia, and like they're devastated by blah blah blah, and then they got to come back, and then they find a, whatever the final path is for the Jedi, then Odd brought in all these other directors to tell stories in this in this wide, expansive universe. Right, because like there's you have, that again, yeah, right. limiting yourself. Right, right.
1: You have so much to work with.
2: And so maybe we get to that. I think at this point, though, I, don't know, I can't see like this is gonna like this will never engineer this amount of passion anymore
3: Mm-mm.
2: i mean even the mandalorian and andor are, are good you still get boba fett and they Wan. be one I, I haven't seen all of these i'm just going yeah. by critical reaction and, and fan reaction to the point um i think you you get to where we are with marvel which is yes. just a it's it's, 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 it's we're, we're done we we'll have seen seeing these stories over and over and over yeah. again and and guardians 3 is, is a is a decent movie um it's fun because gun brings a visual flair to it and he knows how to make him fun but again at the end of the day I just don't care about these characters anymore yeah, but- like, right and so I think it's interesting where they're finally 20 years later starting to like dig into and I and, um you know people of color where you're talking to the blue beetle and the, right. and, and so there's and like Miss Marvel and, mm-hmm, and there's mm-hmm. but again you have to deal with the backlash of all of that too which is crazy but um
1: But I will say I've heard the that- Yes, backlash, but on the other side, people have really loved about Miss Marvel is the authenticity, because they're like, I loved her, how family was really involved, again, watching a podcast, and others on the podcast were like, right, because... One thing we know to be fully true of non-white families and cultures is that children don't have privacy, and it doesn't matter how old you are. So there's no way she could have hidden this. So the family had to be involved, and I was like, oh, that is—and I'm like, I guarantee you, they probably talked about that in the writer's room. Right, right. And we're like, yes, we have to have the family involved or something. And so— going back to like kind of what we both said we're all kind of saying is and it's that word of innovation when you bring in the inclusivity when you bring in the innovation you start getting new things that people are like okay I hadn't paid attention to y'all in 10 years but I like this let Mm -hmm. me try it out Mm -hmm. or oh this is different what what are you offering? I'm gonna look at it, but right now we're just getting the same old stories. They were wronged, and here they are right. on their journey.
0: Yeah, and you're and you're pandering to those middle-aged white guys who yeah. can't let go of the story they grew up with. And, and, and I'm and I'm obviously being you know generalizing, right. right? But but like you just said, when you when you bring in inclusivity, right. you are opening up new stories, which you are opening up the door to new fans, right? To new eyes, to Experiences that those people are recognizing in themselves on screen. And then maybe you're building a bridge to a kind of like larger cultural awareness and and empathy at that point, or at least a better
1: understanding. But when you step out of the pandering, because I know like with uh, DC Black God, people were like, oh, this is terrible. Mm -hmm. But I think it was because a lot of it is they were like, we're going to go with this typecast Mm -hmm. person. And we know that he's already crossed over into this audience. So we're going to do this. And whereas I know me personally interested in that world, I'm like, I want the family of anti heroes. Where's mm-hmm. my movie about mm-hmm. those that I've heard there's a comic about? Right. I want to know about these people. I think
2: I, I do think it's good, you know, to a certain extent that we're getting these movies like Woman King, like Polite Society, mm-hmm. um, you know, things like The Umbrella Academy, which is kind mm-hmm. of leaning yes. into Edward yeah. yeah. Page, and, and so so good. Um, so I, I yeah, I, I'm interested. I just wish that the it seems like when you get into this Disney realm that the powers that be are so like if you look at the at the pre at uh, the sequel trilogy. For um, you know, Star Wars, it's well. It's now it's a bigger Death Star. Yeah. It's another kind of Darth <laughs> Very Vader. Very true. It is another kind of Emperor Palpatine. There's yes. nothing new being told there, aside from no.
0: The beats are all the same. Right. For the first, yeah. They're identical. For the first three. It's, it's, it's uh,
2: right. And so, and again, it's one of those things where we, well, we haven't had a story in so long. Um. And yeah, that's familiar and it's fine. But you, it's at a certain point you can't beat us over the head with. The same same shit over and over and over again with unless you and, and you know so i'm hoping that that we we but i don't know what they're going. i don't think disney's the right outlet for any of that stuff to be honest i don't <laughs> think they're gonna be the ones who are gonna like be laying the groundwork for uh innovative um cinema because you know what they're doing now is i mean again it's, they uh, i mean so they might put it back in the vault. Well, I mean, it's you know, and again, I, and I right, hate to. I rules hate to, on it hundred years later. But I hate to bang the drum. But if you're already making a live action remake of Moana, like I mean, like what what are you doing? Right, right. I mean, there's Sorry. are there no stories to <laughs> be told anymore? <laughs> and again, I, I, I don't have any problem with making a live action. No, but Moana. why?
1: We just got the the, <laughs> the cartoon is still kicking. I just bought for in December <laughs> from the cartoon a nice little dress up outfit. That then I watched the nieces clamor towards, and they don't need a live action. They don't care about that.
2: Well, and not only that, but you're not doing anything with the live action, right?
1: Except pissing off people because your portrayals, and they're like, you had one culture, and (laughs) you're picking people from a different culture here, but... Yeah.
2: Well, okay, and I think that actually can be interesting, right? I mean, I think that if you want to tell the story from a different perspective, I think that's a really... Uh, And and not to say that there's a difference between white and black mermaid culture. I'm just
3: like, (laughs) that's even going to be portrayed, right?
1: (laughs) Boy, do they have a surprise for us.
3: (laughs) If you hated Billy Dee. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So
2: there's something to be said there, but you have to obviously bring something to the story. Or you need to tell the stories that are difficult to tell in live action, which I'm going to bang the drum for Emperor's New Groove. Tell that live action story because I want to see
1: that one. Okay, but really, I want to see that one. And I think there's so much there. Sadly, you've waited so long that Eartha Kit is no longer with us. But Tracy Ellis Ross would kill that. Right, right. Eat it up, have a good time with it. And that is one of the only ones where you have a actual family. You have a husband, mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm, a mom, mm-hmm. she was pregnant, she mm-hmm. made her own decisions, she's kind of pretty much running the household, actually. You've got a family, kids that are smart. She like, never they, had
0: that kid, did she? No. Uh, no. I don't think so. <laughs> Not even, Not like, even you know, <laughs> Not even <laughs> <who> <laughs> New yeah, School,
1: which is yeah, uh, a favorite of mine. <laughs> well, pregnancy there. Um, but I want to see that one. I think it'll be really cool with the history. Even somebody said they were like, Road to El Dorado would be a fun one mm. to remake, um, do at Atlantis if you do that one it's yeah, going to give Treasure you a, Planet, a li- yeah I mean, oh that one would be really good right
2: but visit ones that didn't do well when you
1: first yes. put them out i mean like but now they're classics so we, but, but the can we I get can action.
2: we get a live action
0: great mouse detective please okay sure <laughs> the goofy movie i
1: just need them to do better than they did with rats and the end cause uh, they, that wasn't disney wasn't
2: it? no it wasn't uh, that was uh, don's okay. Blue. yeah okay
1: okay yeah. cuz i was hurt by that one no. okay
2: <laughs> I, I, it's been that was such a staple of my childhood that it's hard for me. And I read, I read the book, but it's hard for me to like separate the two. So I don't, I don't mm. remember now what the difference between the two of them were. Really, to oh, be I honest. Get that. Um, and the and the movie was obviously so much more easy to like get into, like, but uh, um, not get into, you know. What I'm saying, but you watched it more. Yeah. You know, it's just it's a two-hour time block. But <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I I will often just walk around and say to people, "Ooh, a sparkly."
3: Now I kind of feel like I'm doing a series on my
1: public page of where I'm going back to like the books that nobody reviews on social media um, and that we need to maybe bring back a little bit and that we loved in elementary and middle school and high school Um, and now I have to go back Mm. to those.
2: You got any series on Ramona or anything like that? Flowers for Algernon? Yeah.
1: Okay, no. No. (laughs) No. Um, Although my sister loved flowers, and I have always been like, ooh, why again? But she, it hooked her. I don't
0: know. I mean, in grade school, we we read Hamlet, so that's...
1: I mean, I'm, my students read that, and I had to read it. But, uh, like, I just did— Can you see uh, the
0: review of Hamlet?
1: Maniac—I should. This dude actually, cannot make up I his mind. Actually, <laughs> am, now I'm going to. Um, but I did Maniac McGee, <laughs> and then uh, House on Mango Street. Um, but now I'm definitely going to do Hamlet. Also, throw in some Romeo and Juliet. Give my, my opinion. But going back to—I just think—but speaking of— That is a, those are stories that people have tried to very much. How can we bend? How can we break? How can we redo? Get innovative with the same lines that have been around for a long time. Mm. Why is Disney not doing it with all that they have available to them? Money. Um, Yeah. And there's money. And I mean, they're seeing, but.
0: And because they're like the empire and they just just can't can't. let go of power and control they're very true
1: because I mean they've tried live action they did Belle it's a flop Cinderella was a flop
2: well, I mean, they weren't flops, monetarily speaking.
1: Oh, they, oh, I guess. Just Beauty and the you know, Beast was yeah.
2: probably one of the most, uh, really? like, one of know. the highest-grossing yeah. films of that year. I
1: feel like yeah. I heard no one talking about it, but I guess No one talks about family. it now, right. but everyone saw it right. when uh, it came okay. out. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh. So we, all
2: of them have done, they've all made their money back. We went they've to all, see
1: it because we love the cartoon. Right. And you want right, to get us. Right, right.
2: Yeah. But I think that's wearing off then, too, right? I mean, so uh, was Aladdin the last one they did? Yeah. No, Pinocchio. Pinocchio was the director. right. Right, right, was really? It was a Tom Hanks disaster. It was direct to or Disney+. Peter Pan and Wendy.
3: Yeah, I don't count that, count like that a as a, a cartoon. Right, a right they've done action,
2: that story yeah, so right. many different times that I don't think and that they were Sandy really, Duncan. Right, and the one that we, the one that I like the most is The Green Dragon. Um, and, right. and and Dragon? Dragon, yeah, not The Green Dragon. Right. Was the same director by The Green Dragon. The Green Knight. The Green The Green Knight rides the Pete's Dragon, you know, um, that one. As it chases Peter Pan and Wendy.
1: I was with you. I was with you. I
2: knew. I'm starting to sundown. It's
3: cool. (laughs) No (laughs) big deal. (laughs) <laughs> um,
0: um, do, 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 do you want to wrap this show up, man? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, like, okay. final
2: thoughts, I think, are you going to, like you said, you'd you, you introduce kids to it. Um, yeah. Like, like, okay, so, like, coming coming out of it, you know, 40 years later after it's originally finished, you know, does it, does, do you feel like the fandom is warranted, and is there anything that just kind of sticks out to you as, like, why did that, why did that hit?
1: Um, so I think the fandom people need something and
3: there are worse
1: <laughs> things um, but I also think that something keeps feeding it and so they're going to continue to eat um, with the first three that's it if my kids want to go further no offense y'all haven't sold it to me and I don't think I'm the salesman for that
0: <laughs> um,
1: but I'm going to take them they're gonna, we're going to watch the first three and then we're going to go watch Shira. Um, <laughs> and the Netflix animation and have some conversations about that and then I'm going to introduce them to my world of Avatar and that's when they'll be like you lady need help. Right. And they'll find their <laughs> own fandom to really cling and love and or their book that they will say this is the thing that really molded me into being a better person.
2: Yeah, Do we think that exists today? I mean like that that area of where people can be that passionate about it? Because the the Marvel stuff is so all over the place, right? There's so many different avenues. I can't imagine that's inspiring.
1: Okay. So yeah. it's a it's a book series mm. that I believe they've already optioned the rights for and everybody that including myself even I'm like and I hate adapts please don't adapt anything. Mm. Um but I'm like, yeah, I wanna see what y'all do with this. And it is it started um, it's called the Legend Born series, and I might even have talked about it when I was on last time. It is a black lady, black young girl in the South. She starts out at sixteen. Mm-hmm. I think by the time the book's finished, she's going to probably be about twenty-one. Um, and it is the Arthurian tale, um, King Arthur. Um, and they bring in Mary Mag, our uh, what was it? not Mary Magdalene? That was not
2: Lady <laughs> <Like> Mar- <laughs> Mary, I mean, Mary. Well, Guinevere. Uh,
1: yeah, 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 all of Lancelot, um, and it's yeah, not Mary Magdalene. Uh-
0: <laughs> and his 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 sister was Morgana.
1: <laughs> Morgana. They ha- so they have her tribe, and they like they delve into it while also very much delving into black culture ancestral ties her, uh they took herbs um midwifery the underground robot, like toning um but also what do what do um your european beliefs and cultures and how are they colliding into one person and why do they collide into this one person and um, and the fandom in that one is growing very very strong and strong enough even that when people come in and they're like, I don't like this, there's a direct call out of why? What are you not liking about this? Um, and every time they're on book two, I think there are two more. So I'm thinking by the fourth one, it will have grown in such popularity. But I could see if this drops in a ver- in a good film with good cast, how they could probably get some a lot of Game of Thrones-like. And yeah, I think the only
2: other one that I can think of is Harry Potter, right? That's
0: the yeah. only one that yeah. kind of yeah. captures I the imagination. Yeah. I forget about them.
1: And I grew up with Harry yeah, Potter. Right. I did follow in order.
0: But but this sounds like the kind of innovation, the kind of direction that we were just talking about has been lacking, right? Okay. From from like a Star Wars type series. So that can be really interesting yeah. to see, hopefully that 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 builds and, and
3: grows. Because grows.
1: even when Harry Potter came out, there was some critique. Well, even I think. Well, in in yeah. the time of like, oh, you can't sure. put yeah. flat characters in. People didn't really like how Harry was just a bumbling hero. Oh, and also and, like
0: Satan and magic. And like, oh, you know, that's I mean, right. But, but, no, but right. that's right. Because
1: yeah. I was in Georgetown, Texas, and the bookstore there could only get limited copies because right. parents had <laughs> yeah. complained. Yeah. And so my parents had to wake up at five a.m. to have me
2: there. I'm gonna open up a bookstore where people can just come in, buy books, and burn them in the store. <laughs> yeah. it'll be
1: it'll be big. There's in Texas. the fire pit, right? There. <laughs> right, 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 right.
2: Yes. right. Um, um, so that that's
0: something to look forward to. Devin, thank you for joining us today thanks on this special episode. It was it was excellent. And um, anything else? No, Jason, I think we're good. All right, thanks for listening.
2: Until next time, may the screen be with you.
0: And I do the entertaining, thank you. Let's go out with something really hot for these folks. A big hit out of 77. A <laughs> ah, Star Wars. <laughs>
3: Nothing but stars.
0: Star Wars bar, can you forget all the creatures in there? And hey, Darth Vader in that black and evil mask, did he scare you as much as he scared me? Ah! Star
3: Wars! <laughs> Those near it. far ward, my seventh winner up here, Star Wars!
2: You have been listening to Why Does the Wilhelm Scream with your hosts, Brock and Jason. If you like today's episode, do us a favor and rate, review, and subscribe in whatever application you use to consume podcasts these days. You can reach us by visiting wideasthewillhamscreen.com. If you are in the DFW area, we would love to see you at a Fort Worth Film Club event. You can learn more about those and find a full schedule at fortworthfilmclub.com. And you can learn about my foundation and how we are trying to foster the next generation of film lovers at realhousefoundation.org. That's R-E-E-L housefoundation.org. Till next time.